0: have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing podcast you're missing out it's one of the best podcasts in the country Good morning here in the United States and welcome to episode 240 of the HHH Racing podcast as we are covering the fantastic last four races at Maidan Racecourse it is Dubai world cup day welcome to the show please make sure you subscribe on the bottom right hand side of the screen and after you do that hit that notification bell and also smash that like button we'd really appreciate it that'll tell youtube this is a great show we're going to take care of all other particulars later we have 10 minutes to the next race with the dubai golden shaheen a six furlong dirt sprint and i'd like to welcome on once again our great friend our fantastic guest an unbelievably good punter from the UK, Mr. Davy Lane. Davy, how are we doing today? Good
1: afternoon, Howard. Good morning, Howard. How are you? It's been a difficult morning in uh, Maydan, um for a lot of people, uh, including me. Uh, most <laughs> of my bets are uh, sliding down, but one of them is still kicking on. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I had a, a very close each way double, uh, almost hit with uh, in the first two legs and. Uh, Sprint. I think everyone was hit by the sprint 77 to 1 on the um on the tote. I think it was,
0: yes, unbelievable. And then, then Dermo Satagake, the uh the, the next Kentucky Derby winner, according to everyone on Twitter. Uh, all yeah. of a sudden, this horse is, has a great chance to win the Derby. He was impressive, it was a very good time. He went wire to wire. We'll, we'll see, but he is going to the uh Derby. Uh, so interesting story there, Davey. We only have approximately 10 minutes to post for actually less than that about seven minutes to post to our first race and for everyone just to set the table for everyone watching here at the states and worldwide uh due to contractual obligations and copywriting we cannot actually show the video of the races we're going to be talking about but we are going to be watching the races live and commentate as the race goes on live as you're watching this youtube uh show from home uh we are probably about five or six seconds behind the actual race so when we say uh and they're racing or when they leave from the gate they've already left the gate for four or five seconds and you at home are going to see them cross the wire a little bit before we do so we understand all that we got a lot to talk about we have a ton of people watching right now Davey and a lot of comments but let's get to all that later let's go right to our picks you're gonna see our picks are on the bottom of the screen for the Dubai Golden Shaheen I'm also going to bring up the United States past performances right now, uh, Davey, and we can talk about our top picks. This is six furlongs. Um, this is a $2 million race. Let me go ahead and make this a little bigger. You are going to go, uh, we're both actually going go with a very talented horse uh, from Japan who has been rocking it out right now. The number five, Lemon Pop, and he leaves from, now again, the, the, the mm-hmm. gate numbers are not the same as, the post we'll get all that information for you right now as I switch lemon pop is going to be in blue colors leaving from the gate number six, but he is saddle cloth. Number five right now, three to one on Ladbrokes, uh, about that uh, throughout the uh, world right now, Davey, what is it you like about lemon pop in this race?
1: Uh, uh, well, one of the major things you have to like about lemon pop is that he's, he's drawn well, um, And perhaps if I've been a conspiracy a conspiracy theorist, I would have to say that uh, the uh, the Dubai people made sure he got drawn well. I mean, this is an inside joke between a lot of people, but uh, this wasn't drawn out of a marble with a bagger and so on. So he's got a great draw, but that aside, he's a horse that's, um, he's beaten all the best horses over a mile and that's the edge of his distance. And the connections are talking about him really being a, a six furlong on horse and he's running in not run any six furlong races in in dubai at that group one level because there are, aren't really any and uh, over the dirt for him so he's here now and uh he's a contender i mean um uh, the good horses he beat last time including red lazelle uh who ran second here last year i mean he'd won the race by by the time it was almost six furlongs six and a half furlongs. so he could run away with the race
0: uh jockey
1: looking comfortable in the race um
0: Davey, let me do before we can let me just show everyone the pick four starts in this race. It's a very popular yeah. bet, of course, here in the States. I'm gonna show our pick fours very quickly for everyone who's watching interested. It's a 50 yeah. cent bet. Davy's pick four is two, three, five, ten, eleven, thirteen with two six, with six, seven, with one, eight, thirteen. You see it on the screen. It's a thirty-six dollar ticket. It does start, ladies and gentlemen, in this race. So you see his ticket there. I'll give everyone. Another 10 seconds to write that down. If people would like, 2, 3, 5, 10, 11, 13. With 2, 6, with 6, 7, with 1, 8, 13. Here's my pick four. My pick four is two, three, five, ten, eleven, thirteen, 10, 11, 13. With two, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, 8, 11, 12. With 7, that's Equinox. With one, four, eight, 8, 14. That is a $60 ticket. There is my pick four play. Again, Two, three, five. 10, 11, 13, with two, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, with 7, with one, four, eight, fourteen. 4, 14. Davey, you've got Hopkins in second. This is a Bob Baffert horse who is yeah. very talented, and he's got a very good post here. I believe he's got the, uh, let's see, he's in the 5 hole right next to Lemon Pop. Should right. be able to sit right off the speed uh, with Frankie DeTore. Yeah, the the, the the track is
1: fast, and the horses on on the speed have been winning. Uh, the, the races have been going off early because of Ramadan, uh, and this should be the case for this. There should still be another heat in the track. So the two horses that I, I put up in, in my six, drawn wide, Sound Money and Gunite, you know, you've got to wonder are they have they got a chance. So you narrow it down to four horses: Hopkins, Lemon Pop, Switzerland, and Sibelius for me. And Hopkins being the Baffert horse with a great draw, he has to be the biggest threat to Lemon Pop.
0: Um, um, I'm, I'm using, you've also got, uh, the number 13, uh, in there, uh, and I'm, I, what you're looking folks, this is by, uh, post position. So that's why the numbers, uh, is that Switzerland number 13? Yes. Yeah, 13 yeah. is Switzerland. This yes, is an is. incredible horse, Dave. This is a nine-year-old who does not run off and won this race. Uh, uh, no, not, uh, yeah, last year, won this race last year. I think this is a better addition, but he won his prep easily. He sit a nice right. prep. Uh, a nice trip. I think he's got a shot again.
1: He, he's got a shot again, and he's got a great draw. You know, if he's been drawn, if he's been drawn outside like the other horses, no. But uh, they've saved him for this, and he's looking. He's looking good. in, in training. He's looking good on the track work. So he's going to have a chance in the draw. But I think Lemon Pop and Hopkins are the hot two. David so he, Switzerland is London.
0: around seven to two over in your neck of the woods. You're. I don't yeah. know if those that kind of betting you have in the market here in the states. Uh, he is. Ten to one. Uh, Do you want me to put a win bet on him, <laughs> Davey? No, he's ten to one. No, not not a win bet. No. Okay. No. Um, I I like they're they're gonna be going to the post very soon. I've got Gunite. Um, I think he's gonna in second. Gunite is gonna be much better on the outside. I talked about this last month. He's a very quality horse. I think the outside. Is gonna suit him better than in being in behind horses. I don't think he takes right. dirt real well. So I think this is gonna work out well. And I've got sound money is an interesting horse. This horse used to be in the states. Now he's trained yeah. by Bupat Simar. He ran, yeah. he won his uh the, the, the group three uh prep for this. I know it was a much weaker field, but I think he can improve. I think he is a bit interesting. So I'm going yes. five, two. 11, but there's a lot of horses, Davey, I would use in this race.
1: Yeah. And he gets the best dirt rider in, in Maidan, in Dubai, in Mikel Barcelona. So that's a great plus. But he's drawn 11. And Gunite, even with he's got Gaffleone, he's drawn 13. It's very, very difficult the way the way the track is playing for those horses to get over and win, particularly when you've got Hopkins and Lemon Pop and Sibelius and Switzerland, you know, all right there, right? You know, so. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm playing it on the percentages with the draw, to be honest.
0: Davey, if you could look at the screen you're looking at, I just want to see yeah, compare yeah. right now. Yeah. What I'm watching, uh, they're, they're, they're starting to go into the gate
1: um, just in the gate, okay? That's where, that's I'm where sorry? I am, and now the four horses going in that'll be twos with a okay, tiger. So I think you're
0: a little bit ahead of me. I don't see again the uh, uh, yeah, obviously, we're watching different videos so. If you're yeah. a little bit ahead of me, Davey, obviously don't. Right now, the three is going to the gate for me. Um, yeah,
1: me, yeah, me
0: too. And okay, so we're about the same now. It looks like the, the international same, feed yeah. might be the same. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna commentate, but I'll talk a little bit about the race. They are almost all in the gate for the golden Shaheen, the first race of well, we, our we podcast. Can. Let's see if Gunite can do it, Switzerland Hopkins, or possibly the superstar from Asia, Lemon Pop. Okay, they're all in. Okay, they're almost all in for me here. So you're a little bit, yep, they're all in now. And here we go. They're I uh, I will have sound also. Yeah, they're off. The sound is for me. Uh, you don't hear the sound at home, folks. Yeah. It looks like Sibelius on the inside got a pretty good break here, Davey. Yeah, yeah, more yeah he, he, he did. He, he's riding him hard. Um,
1: looking looks eight. like Hopkins has
0: the lead here, Davey. The yeah, three Hopkins in those teal colors has the lead. Uh, yeah. Gunite sitting three wide in a very comfortable trip right now. Yeah. In between horses is the 11, who is uh, – um, not sure who that is. I'm sorry. That's sound money. Right now it's Hopkins, sound money, yeah. American-based yeah. horses, one, yeah. two, yeah. three right now. Hopkins has the lead. Gunnite is three wide That's and moving on the well. outside. They are in mid-stretch. It is still Hopkins. Brilliant. Here comes Gunnite. He's on the wrong lead. Brilliant. Up on the inside is the 10. Closing is the 12. That's love. I'm not sure who that is. Sorry. You've got Gunnite trying to hold on. Looks like it's going to be the 12 up the inside. Woo.
1: Switzerland. Is it?
0: It's Switzerland or Sibelius. Sabelius was up the inside. I think Switzerland was on the outside, Davey. It's very close here. Yeah, uh, yeah, really I close. So. Again, I apologize, folks. I'm trying to watch and speak and listen, it's Larry Colas, at the same time. Yeah, Sabelius, Davey. Not we not talked about rebellious. this horse. You, you and I talked about this horse, Davey, yeah. yesterday. I liked him a little bit. He's an up and coming horse. I didn't think he could rate and finish. He, but he it. came up the inside. They're showing the slow-mo. This is very tight, Davey. Yeah,
1: Sibelius has got it.
0: I say... Davey's calling Sibelius. Sibelius. I think he's correct.
1: Yeah, Sibelius, Wow,
0: Sibelius. I think Sibelius, Sibelius, Sibelius gets the, the job win. done. From Davey, the rail, we have to say, I think it's fair to say now, the rail is yeah. very good. There's two speed horses that have won before today.
2: Yeah.
0: Sibelius wins on the rail. I don't think you want to be wide. Although Switzerland did come from behind and did make a wide move. I can't yeah. give enough credit to Switzerland, Davey. I mean, he's a nine-year-old. Yeah. All the source does is run. It's unbelievable.
1: Well, he was in the States before he came to Dubai and often he didn't run. He was an expensive purchase, wasn't he? So we got to remember that. I mean, all that these horses around the world, it's not like they, they've, you know, you know they're not like un, un unknown quantities. You know a lot of people lost a lot of money on Switzerland over the years in the US. I'm sure you know. It, so it's not official.
0: Uh, it's going to be. It looks like it's going to be Sibelius. I be, we believe Switzerland second. Um, who was? I four? was looking for Lemon Pop. Did you see Lemon Pop? David? No, he got, can't he, find not,
1: him. he got crushed between horses, and it was it went too fast for him. So so I got I got I got that well wrong. But I was I was keen on on Sibelius. It was in it was in the play, and. um and Switzerland also. Sibelius, who, who,
0: I see in the States eight to one. Yeah. Uh let me see what it looks like. He's bigger than that. Uh, it's about eight to one, it looks like. Yeah. About eight to one, excuse me, on Sibelius. Uh it looks like. And these uh, I'll tell you what, Hopkins also ran a nice race. Um he went I didn't to the see lead. You
1: finish third hard. Who finished third? Who finished third?
0: Two finished third. That would be gut night. So it's gonna be it's a, so Sibelius is the winner. Is that correct, Davey? Correct.
1: I, I, I haven't seen the confirmation, but it looked like it to me.
0: Yes, it's Sibelius, yeah. Sibelius Switzerland, and Gunite. So it's going to yeah. be, I believe, what, 10-12-2, uh, I believe. I believe it's 10-12, yes. Yeah. Excuse me, 10 13 two. If that was if that was the thirteen, was that was that Switzerland? Yeah. Okay, so it's 10-13-2 is the result of the golden Shaheen, Davey. What a ride by Frankie Dutori.
1: Yeah. Well, by Ryan Moore. Sorry. Or Ryan oh, Moore. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: very impressive. This is a five-year-old uh, by not this time, who's a younger sire here in the states, out of a yeah. pulpit mare. A uh, Jeremiah Dwyer, a younger trainer here, wins. The owner is obviously Asian Connections. David, this horse has now won three in a row. And here in the States, we're sort of looking for someone to challenge elite power in the sprint division. I think yep. we might have found someone, Davey.
1: Yeah, well, he broke a track record or, or a stakes record at, uh, be- on the on the ship beforehand. And I think I mentioned to you at the time, that horse had a Dubai entry, and you had to watch that. And I played the horse at like two to one. Uh, before he came over and it was like, it was like, you know, it was like taking money from a candy from the bookie at that moment, you know, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, from a baby. baby. Start. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let, let me get some comments and we got a lot of people watching. We really appreciate everyone watching. Let's see. Trish Smith. Trish Smith is here. Loves Switzerland. Switzerland ran absolutely huge. We got Yark. Uh, Mark Youngman is here. Mark. Thanks during the show. Uh Thomas Spinoza, correct, Sibelius wins. I've gotten to start my pick four, so that's a good that's a good way for me to start uh, the pick four at eight to one. Um, let's see, we've got uh, Christine Race. Thank you very much. I've got a nice ticket started. I do need Equinox single uh, Davey, but I feel pretty good about uh, yeah. that single. Let's see, we got Michael Osen is here. We got a lot of people. Again, if you are, uh, we got Derek. Derek is here. Derek. Long time, no talk. Thanks for uh, uh, being here. Uh, let's see, we got David David Lupo is here. We got a lot of Michael Oson is here. Again, please comment down below the video player. We'd love to hear your comments down below the video player. We'd also love to hear your comments in the chat. Davey, uh, I don't know if you if they're showing the replay. They're not going to show the replay right now. Just quick thoughts, and then we're going to talk about uh, the next race, Lemon Pop, obviously very disappointing. I don't know if Red mm-hmm. Lazell made a move late. I was focusing on the top three. It was really yeah. a, a lot of the Americans up front. And then Switzerland closed. I didn't see a lot of running from behind.
1: Well, well the interesting thing was is Ryan Moore made a, made a big push from the gate. And and then he his horse, he, he must have had a second wind, win. Because, the, you know, the uh, Colmus wasn't calling the horse, you know, down the stretch at all, you know. Well, I I had the sound muted, but I mean, that horse was in fourth and it wasn't, you know, or let's put it another way. You weren't calling the horse down the stretch. He was down on the inside. He was out of it. And then he just came. So, so Ryan Moore clearly, you know, talented jockey. He knows his horse, you know,
0: you know, he knows Uh, that he's showing the replay now. uh, Interestingly enough, uh, Hopkins was also on the wrong lead. Um, Red Lizelle did make a nice move up the inside, Davey. I'm just watching the, yeah. the the replay. Red Lizelle was coming on late. I think he might have gotten fifth. So he did come on late. I apologize to everyone. It's tricky because, of course, the Saddlecloth numbers are not the same as the post. And what I need to do, Davey, is look on my phone where I've got them in numeric order so I can see uh, who's yeah. who. I'll do a much better job uh, next time. So I apologize for the uh, – that's why I didn't want to call too much. And just allow everyone to watch. um All right, Davey, let's go on. uh Well, let's take care of a few particulars first, if you don't mind, Davey, because yep. there's yep, a yep. lot of things I'd like to uh, show and discuss because we have a lot of people watching. First of all, again, welcome to the HHH Racing Podcast. For those of you who are not familiar, uh, this is one of the hottest shows on YouTube. We've been around for a little over two years. We have live shows on the weekends. We also have shows on uh, during the week as well. So check us out, HHH racingpodcast.com you can listen to us on apple podcasts spotify and anchor as well we have very popular a tip sheet called power picks look below the video player they are only four dollars every saturday Davey, i think it's really best if you bring, talk about it because of course i'm going to promote it but you've been a fan of the power picks and a subscriber for a long time why don't yeah. you tell the viewers very quickly the benefits of our weekly power picks
1: well, the benefits is uh, that they're, they're thorough, and they get and they give you prices, I, 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 and you know you can anyone can tell you a favorite, but you know it's harder to find someone at a price. And this is basically your wheelhouse, you know, three races from three three selections from two cards generally. So six horses, six plays every Saturday, price plays, um, and as far as, as well I can as, see, as as it's well, well it's as well as ABC grids, people. yeah.
0: If people are interested in playing pick fours and pick fives or quaddies, we also have horizontal plays as well, uh, Davey.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and as far as far as I can see, you know, these are you know, you've got the exact percentages. But these things are if, if they're not winning, they're coming in very close. And it's for, for uh, someone overseas. It's great for an each way play like myself. You know, I can put an each way parlay together using your price plays. And it's an excellent, excellent cash machine.
0: Thanks, Davey. I know you've cashed a lot of people. You you have you have returned the favor and, and cashed for a lot of people here on the yeah. HHH Racing yeah. podcast. If you, if you're Nothing familiar nice. with Davey in the chat, a little shout out for for Davey Lane coming on today. I'm sure he's going to give us some wonderful ideas as we go yeah. along. We've had in the pick six, by the way, Davey, which you and I played along with Philip Edwards. Uh, we 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 put a few shekels in. The first three legs are seventy-seven to one, yeah. six to one. And eight to one, we did have Switz. Are we? We did have Sibelius, Davey. I would not be shocked at four out of six pays. We'll have to see. Uh, there's a long yeah. way to go here, but if yeah. anyone has the pick, if anyone's alive to the pick six, good on you because it's been very difficult so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have a, a wonderful uh, website, hhh racingpodcast.com. If you again, whether you're familiar with or not. Um, The traffic has been going up and up. I highly recommend everyone check out the HHHRacingPodcast.com website. Uh, It's very thorough, run mainly by uh, Pete Visco. We really appreciate it. All right, now, Davey, as we progress to the next race, race seven, Mm -hmm. uh, you see our picks on the bottom of the screen. Uh, We are also going to show some replays. I have some video replays uh, lined up as well to help the the betters and punters at home uh, make some decisions, but we'll, we'll show replays as we talk about uh, the race. You and I, I think it's fair to say this next race, Davey, there's a horse here that you and I absolutely love that we have to talk about. And I'm trying to see, uh, it hasn't, we haven't flipped over in in the States here to what the odds are. Yes. I think it just flipped over. I'm seeing yeah. five to two. So uh, the horse that we like was much higher morning line uh, and he's being bet down, and I have not looked to see. We'll get. will We'll get to the horse in a second. Uh, I'm just trying to see right now what it looks like. The overseas what? market is. Like, I can
1: give you the market right now. Do you want to give me the give you the market? Sure.
0: Let, let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and bring up. Um, right now, give me a second, please, Davey. I'm going to go ahead and bring up our screen here. Okay, so this is. This is actually off of um ladbrooks but dave you have a more effective market why don't you go ahead and tell us yeah, yeah. the horses at the top of the market yeah. <laughs> excuse me for for the dubai turf this is a mile okay. and an eighth five million dollars okay right
1: now right now the, the favorite is the uh, 12 horse severus uh, japanese horse a miler generally not not really gone over a mile in a uh, second favorite nine to two uh, lord north uh, and third favorite seven, seven, uh, seven to one Dan, Dan on Beluga okay 11 uh, the 11 horse real world is eight to one master of the seas nine to one nation's pride folks in the states will know nine to one and then out, out further in the market we've got a 12 to one Junko and a 20 to one bar bar, bar the rest um, so so they're, so, so they they're the prices. So this these, is a good chance to hit some tries and hit some money, really, I think, you know?
0: Yeah, now, there, this is good. The prices on the screen are pretty similar to what you have. Now, in the States, Davey, it's quite different. And again, these can obviously change. Let me go ahead and uh, those are the PPs for the race, which we're going to go through in a minute. Right now, Davey, um, I've got uh, Damon uh, Beluga is 3-1 to one right now in the States. So that much okay. lower. Um, Doe Deuce is scratched. By the way, that was a big scratch. Uh, in second right now in the market here in the commingled pool is Seraphos at seven to two. Who's the twelve? And then you got Nations Pride, who, as you mentioned, people here know in the states, at six to one. Along with Lord North at six to one. Order of Australia. I'm chuckling. Is to me a ridiculous seven to one right now in the yeah. states. Should be much higher. And then Junko is at fifteen. So, David, let's get into the analysis. We're going to show some replays as well. The horse that you and I like quite a bit uh, is Dana Beluga. You see 15 to 1 morning line. We're not getting anything anywhere near that price. I also have some replays that I'd like to show. This is a very talented, newly turned four-year-old with the Magic Man, John Marrera, in the saddle.
1: Right. It's It's a horse that's ran in all the top races in Japan. It's been a winner at the trip, but then it's had a bit of what uh, Paul Haurum would call that sort of uh, similar thing in Japan. You know, where it tries to uh, take the uh, the big classics in Japan, the middle distance classics, and I, and it, and it's come close, but it has, it's been no cigar. So um, it's well, when I say come close, it almost hit the Japan Cup. It was badly interfered with in the Japan Cup. It could have done that, yeah. and it was a length and a quarter third to Equinox and the Tenno Show. So it's been right there in the in the wheelhouse. It's got a multifaceted uh, pedigree. Uh, there's Sunday Silence in there. There's yeah. an ARC winner from, from 1988 in there. And on the under, on the underside, there's a great spin, uh, sprint pedigree. Uh, Deja is in there as well. So it's speed and stamina. So it's everything you'd want from a horse. Davey,
0: I think it would be really imp- appropriate right now to show t- the two replays that I wanted to show of Dana and Beluga. We're going to show his last two runs, just the end. We're going to show the 10-0 show where he was very close to Equinox, came from the clouds. And we're also going to show the Japan Cup, where he steadied in late stretch and was bothered, otherwise would have run even a closer race. So the first race that we're going to show, Replay, uh, is going to be right here. This is the Tenno show, and um, I'm going to go ahead and, and start it. Uh, Damon Beluga is going to be... Uh, on the uh, inside in red, he's going to finish yes. third. Let red me pause m- it. He, this is this right here is panthalasa, Davy. Of course, no. we all know Panthalasa, who just won the Saudi Cup. This yeah. is Panthalasa with a ridiculously big lead. Yeah. And for those of you that are not familiar with Asian racing or European racing, this four right here uh, that that is the uh four hundred mark, correct, Davy? So that's the this is the two furlongs. This We've is the uh, quarter pole, yeah. actually, right here. Yeah. Dane and Beluga is right here. If you guys can see my arrow, right? Let me go full screen here, Davey. Yeah. Dane yeah. and Beluga is right here in this red, going to be red closing up the inside. And right here in blue is a monster called Equinox, who you and I love in the next race in the, uh, the Shima Classic, which is a $6 million race going a mile and a half. But talk about Dane and Beluga coming to the inside, making a big run here, Davey. Well, what you, have, what you have to see here
1: is that this is a race that's probably above his distance, but he's got a kick. Look at the kick. You know, uh, he's pulling it in and he closes and he om- almost hits Panthalassa for second and almost gets the first. But for a, for, for a horse that's just gone a mile and a half, that's a tremendous kick that he has. Uh, and he's drop, dropping back in distance to a distance nine furlongs that he's one up before. Um, it, 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 it fits on every level. Uh, they booked Joe Moreira and that's interesting also Moreira was uh, he's retiring this year apparently he had some hip injury. He also had some issues with Hong Kong. He tried to leave Hong Kong about three or four years ago and go to Japan but he failed his Japanese classes. I would have a syn- seeking suspicion that he may re- unretire himself at some point because <laughs> I would think he'd be in Brazil where he's been racing on uh, quietly taking japanese lessons i would predict that you know next year he unretires himself and shows up in uh, japan after passing his japanese test that's just my sneaking suspicion because he's, he's popping up on some good japanese horses so uh i don't know oh. I, I i like i like how they've connected the two a lot
0: that would um, be interesting he might stick around david just for this horse now let, let's yeah. show the other replay here uh He's the fourteen right here. This was the Japan Cup, uh, Japan Cup, excuse me, against Vela uh, Azul, also against Shariar, who's going to be running in the next, uh, not this race, but the following race uh, here uh, today. Watch what happens again. This distance, I think, was too far. He is cutting back, but he really got sawed off in late stretch here, Davy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Damero cut cut him right off. Yeah. I, and I actually was on this horse. I remember it was a Sunday morning. I was watching.
0: Right, whoa, right there, yeah, wow, yeah,
1: yeah, that was it. So he he would have been right there for a Japan Cup win. And had had he won that, you know, he, he you know he'd be uh, he'd be the he'd be the favorite for this race. Yeah, so, so he, he, he almost is, but there's tremendous value
0: actually. So those both one the first race we saw was a mile and a quarter. The second one we saw is a mile and a half. He's coming back to. 12 furlongs, uh, a mile and eighth, excuse me, nine furlongs, excuse me, nine furlongs, a mile and eighth. He's only done it once, as you can see on the screen, his second career start. My only concern with this horse, Davey, he's got a great post. He's got a great jockey. Uh, The price, I wish we were getting a little bit more. Maybe he'll drift. He's three to one right now here in the States. My only concern is will he be too far back? Now, Philip Edwards, a very sharp guy. Who uh, is a good friend of both of ours? Who's actually at uh, the track today at Maidan? Excellent punter thinks that Jao Marrero is going to try to get Dana and Beluga a little bit closer into mm-hmm. the race. Is that how you feel, or do you think he'll make a run from the back of the pack?
1: I, I think I think he'll be closer because he's drawn in four. So I mean, he he's right there. You know, there's no there's no you you take advantage of it. The good jockeys know when they've got they've got an advantage. They take advantage of it.
0: You know, absolutely. Now, there's a horse in this race that is a price, and I talked about this horse a little bit. You said you did some <coughs> – excuse me. You looked at this horse again. Yeah. Number six, Junko. At first, you weren't as high on him. You're more high on him now. This is a, a horse that won in at Shanti on the uh, poly track there or the synthetic as a prep. He's mm-hmm. a four-year-old for Andre He's out of uh, a uh, uh, Intello out of a dinoformer mare. You would think distance is not a problem. Very good connections. What do you like about this possible long shot?
1: Well, uh, he he, he ran in a group two at uh, Longchamp the day before the arc. Um, He was second by a nose her to a good um, Shadwell horse, um, who could be a prominent group one horse in England this year. Um, And that was over, over soft. He's he's shown on a recent what, what, what I most liked about him was the was the prep. A lot of French horses have these all weather prep before they go to Maydan. And it was just the way he It's just the way he moved. The jockey was motionless. He asked him once and he slipped into fifth gear. And it was just a sense of like, OK, they've got something good here. Um, if you look at interviews with the with, with the with, with the with the, um, with the stable, they're quietly confident. They believe he's a Group One horse, and he and he's basically there. So, um, I think, and I think the rest of the field, at a price, he's 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 the one I want. I want to be on because uh, there's question marks about there's question marks about the rest of them, and I prefer a horse that's got a bit of a profile like this. Progressive. progressive and you think profile. he
0: might go to the lead, also, Davey? It's hard to, the the pace situation. This is always something very tricky for American punters, Davey. Is- in the past performances, we don't see the fractional times. We don't yeah. know where the horses are at each fraction or each quarter yeah. mile um, on our PPs. You have to do a lot of digging. But in your opinion, this horse could be on the lead in this race. Is that correct? He could be on the lead, and he
1: battles. He see, he, he fights with other horses, and one thing. And as you said before, Dynaformer, well, that screams, that screams distance. And on the Intello, well, that's all Galileo in the background there. So – you know, th- this horse will be, the further they go, the better, and the further and harder they go, the better. So, um, yeah, th- you know, th- I, you know, this is the horse for me at a price or a horse to include in your tries.
0: Let me talk about some comments. We have Joe Mecca. He's from Philadelphia. He's an excellent handicapper and an even better guy, Davey. Joe sure. Mecca is here, wants to congratulate me on the pick four. Uh-oh, we've got someone in the bullpen that we're going to bring on in just a minute. Uh Trish Smith likes glorious dragon lord north and master of the seas we're gonna we're gonna show another replay and talk about uh some of those horses as well jimmy is here jimmy too as the podcast is popping this morning uh appreciate it um i know there was a comment from christine christine as far as i know there should be no issues with the screen everything looks fine to me no one else has said anything so uh maybe that's on your end christine but Sorry that's happening to you. Uh, Davey, as we about to show the next replay, which is the Jebel Hada, let's bring on one of my great co-hosts here who's going to join us and had a trifecta earlier today. I wasn't sure. We invited a lot of people on, but he's made it, and he's got a fantastic hoodie from the East Coast of Maryland, the one and only, Mr. Pete Visco. Pete, good morning. How are you doing?
2: What's up, everybody? What's up, Davey? How's it going?
0: Pete. How are you doing? Keith, why don't you okay. tell everyone first about your score you had earlier today?
2: Oh yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was the only ticket I cashed so far today. But I had the I, luckily I I had originally bet I did one of those stupid things where I had like a two two five five triple where I had two horses maybe five or six five or six and then right after that I was like well let me put the two in second and do the six on top the two in second and luckily I did that because that's what hit broom and then. Um, Room, whoever ran second and third, I can't remember everybody at this uh, point. It was Siskany. Uh, but... Siskany, yes. I'm not, yes. Sure in, I'm not sure who
0: was. I'm not sure who was in third there, but well, congratulations. Oh, on it that was team. Uh,
2: yeah, it was a subjectivist who actually I thought yeah. had a shot because of the speed, the way the speed was holding. So.
0: Pete, I'd be remiss not to ask you. We do have time. There's a little more. There's about 22 minutes. So we got time here. Yeah. Um, Dermaro Gatke, the next Kentucky Derby winner, if you ask people on Twitter, apparently, was impressive. Yeah. Um, I guess who knows. But until one of these horses comes over and does it, um, I'm not going to believe it. Uh, but he, he was impressive today.
2: I mean, and I, I, I sort of responded on Twitter that – There's not a ton of speed in this field, in this derby field. So if you can get a decent speed horse that doesn't do what they did last year and set suicidal fractions, we know that that's been successful in the derby. So, I mean, the breeding is a little little suspect for what you would expect for a mile and a quarter race, but he seemed to be pretty strong today. So why not? Again, this derby field has come up so far pretty light from what we've seen. So if any year it's going to happen, maybe this is the one that does it.
0: I just want to Penn state Scott mentioned the PPs aren't as sharp guys. They're as good as they're going to be. And are. I'm looking at, I have on the side here, I've got my own iPad and it looks fine to me. It might just be because it's small everyone. So I'll try to make it a little bit bigger. That might help. But as far as I know, there's no issues on uh, our end, but we'll work on that guys. Here's what I want to do next. Uh, Davey. I want to show the replay of the Jebel Hada. Okay. The Jebel Hada uh, had several horses in this race. The horses that finished one, two, were Al Farik and El Drama. Horses that we do not like, Davy. But the horse yeah. that comes running in third, a uh, horse that we're familiar with here in the States a little bit, is Master of the Seas. And then also yeah. Real World was also in this race, who did not run very well. But you have a little bit of an opinion on Real World today. So let me go ahead and show that replay very quickly. And you can comment, uh, Davey. Uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and get it started here. Okay, so... These two horses here are the ones that are going to win, al and Al-Drama. Master of the Seas is right here in this yellow cap, makes a real rice none for third. And then Real World, who was disappointing uh, in this race, was right here, but he was coming off a layoff. Why don't you talk about some of these horses as I go ahead and roll it through, Davey?
1: Right. Well, Master of the Seas was a very close second in the the, uh, 2000 guineas, uh, and a horse that was... um, favored by a lot of people and including myself when he went to the States and uh, had some trouble at the gate and uh, didn't get in the race. Uh, This was a particularly unusually bad ride from William Buick to have the horse in that position at the time. So that's, that goes down, that goes down to that. But even with a bad, even with a bad ride, he should be beating both of those other horses. Um, So that puts me to in, in the mind frame that maybe the horse hasn't, hasn't come on as much. And I, in that respect is why I it was when I was doing thinking that is when I sort of landed on Junko thinking I want I want something on an upward curve as opposed to a flat a flat curve, a flat line you know so um, I think maybe Master of the Seas is uh, uh, maybe not gonna not gonna find the distance and is flatlining a bit so still a good okay. horse still underneath but not 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 on the not in the uh, first two for me no
0: and you've got Master of the Seas third I have uh the number 11 who i need to uh (laughs) i'm a little bit out of sorts just because everything's all the way. oh real world let's talk about real world a little bit who's coming from i think he's got a good post i believe let me see if i can find real world uh he did not run very well in that race that we just saw by the way those of you at home i just made the pps a little bit bigger i don't know if you want to comment at home if people can see the pps a little bit better now but um i made them a little bit bigger this is oshin murphy um pete real world was very very good in 2021 he ran off a, a bunch of horses uh, a bunch of wins was very poor last year as a five-year-old um but at the end he did run second at the end of his five-year-old season to baeed twice so certainly he was getting back into form pete losing to baeed Uh, No shame there. Maybe he just needed the last race. And apparently Davey, according to Philip Edwards, uh, Oshin Murphy might be um, sending this horse a little bit and get a better position. Pete, do you have an opinion on real world at all, Pete?
2: Yeah, I actually included real world, but my concern and, and Davey would know better than me. My concern are his best races happen at a mile. At least looking at the page. So okay. I just thought that maybe once he goes beyond that, he's just not as good as he is when he's going. The eight furlongs and it's not like he doesn't run well going longer than that I mean he has you can see on the screen there he's got some wins going longer but he's also just seems to be a little more impressive going the mile so that threw me off a bit I love OC Murphy's maybe my favorite international jockey aside from Frankie Dettori when he was truly international but yeah. I I had this horse and I had this horse I think last time in the in the Jebel Hada so I like this horse. I, I just, I wasn't on him on top just because of that reason.
0: Uh, Shazad Alam, uh, welcome to the show, sir. We have a lot of people uh, watching, new fans, especially. David, your thoughts on Real World?
1: Yeah, well, one thing, I mean, you said earlier about the Bayid form, and, that, you know, on the first glance, you say, oh, he's second to Baid a couple of times. But, you know, there weren't many runners in either of those races, and the fields weren't that deep. Yeah you know and he so what he finishes three and a half lengths behind by Baid. e easing down at the time and so on so uh okay. i you know i'm stuck with my original memory of real world is that he's a handicap the handicapper that they realized was better than they thought and they threw him around and he's 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 done okay but you know he, he's not the he's not the grade one group one turf beast at this distance for me um uh, and I, and I don't want and I don't want him. So
2: uh, and I think you Dave. said that last time Davey too. I I'm pretty sure I remember you saying that before the last yeah. race as well. Yeah.
0: Davey, let's talk yeah. about Lord North. This horse, let me just say straight out, I do not know what to do with him today. I've got him third out of mm-hmm. complete respect for what he's done. He's now right. a 7-year-old, but they but Gazden has done a tremendous job with this horse. I didn't like him last year in this race yeah. and he surprised me beating Panthelassa. He won the Winter Derby again, which is a prep at Lingfield for today. He's got a great post. Other than Danan Beluga, I don't think there's any superstars here, Davey. I would not be surprised if Lord North runs big again. Yeah, pos- possible, but, uh,
1: you know, it's the, the, John Gosden was, was interviewed yesterday, and he was getting his excuses in about the horse, saying the ground was too hard,
0: so... He was. Right. I heard that. I don't know yeah, what to then, make of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then again, there's been a lot of talk at the track today, including from Phil about them them watering a lot. So uh, you know, maybe Gosden says something, and then the uh, the track manager responds and throws the water on. So that's a factor <laughs> going on. And a lot of is, people. Is think, that how it works? Okay. Well, a lot of people think that affected the uh, Alco sprint. You know, uh, 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 there was water put on one one more side than the other. So there's a lot of. Davey, issues. can
0: you talk about that? Because I'm sure Pete and most people watching do not know now i don't i don't want to get us in trouble i don't know if that's a fact ad but yeah. philip heard about it or that possibly oh, they watered they watered part of that straightaway more the, the outside the the uh, outside more than the inside possibly yeah well larry colmas
1: was showing he posted a, a, a picture on twitter showing the pipes watering at some point so so they were clearly watering and of course they have to water because it's the desert out there it's hot you know but sure. it's a case of how, how, how much did they water and where did they water? I mean, you know, who who knows? You know, I'll leave that to speculation. So, um,
0: but Davey, are, point- there, are there some other, uh, here's what we're going to do. I, I, I'd like you to talk, maybe touch on one or two more horses, maybe Pride, yeah. And then we're going to, and then we have to talk about Seraphos, who is the favorite that I know you're completely against. He's the Let's favorite in the market. Why, why don't we talk about that horse a bit and then we'll go to a quick break, Davy.
1: Yeah, Seraphos is a is a miler, um, and uh, he's the favourite for a nine a nine furlong race. I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe because he was a you know the Jap- the Japanese people most know as a Group One winner, but uh, the the big Group One mile he won last time. I mean that was down to a brilliant ride by Damien Lane who swooped down the outside where no one could see him. You know, so uh, off the pace. So you know. You're not always going to get the great, the great ride and all, and the great positioning. So, so I'm against Seraphos. I, I, I'm, I'm for the prices of Denon Beluga and for the prices of Junko. And then underneath, I'm looking for, I'm looking for something else.
0: Based on the fact that we don't like the favorite, as you mentioned, Davey, this would be a great race, Pete, to play a trifecta or a triple here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be playing a trifecta. King Dana Beluga in first and second only. There's no reason for me to play him in third, Pete, because he's three to one. So you're really not going to get the value. But I'm going to put a, a, for me, a relatively big win bet if he stays at three to one or higher. And I'm also going to key him on top in a try. How do you see yourself betting this race, Pete, vertically?
2: I have a triple put in already so far, but I was thinking of putting another one. I don't have the two. I tossed the two earlier. So. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'd rather listen to Davy than me, so I'm, I'm sure <laughs> Davy's opinion's a little better than mine. But I'm I'm a Nor- Lord North guy, so I'm, I have okay. Lord North. I have a few. I actually have Seraphos in case he can. I like that horse in case he can stretch out. Again, I agree 100 percent with Davy on that though. And then I also like um, I have Nation's Pride just because it's a horse that I like, and I and I like that horse, and and I I don't know if he's He's never, he may not be up to some of these, but it's a horse that I like. And then I just sort of spread a little bit in the try underneath that, but I might put a little something in with the two as well, since I have a couple of prices on the other side of it, but I like Lord North.
0: Real quick. Let's talk about nation's pride. And then we'll take a quick break. Davey. I'm against him a little bit. Um, Pete, my main reason is I just don't think those three-year-old races here in the States were that <clears throat> were very good. Now nope. he did run well and he's got tactical speed. He ran decent enough in the in the Breeders' Cup Turf I would say. He was a ridiculous favorite in that race. at Least in my opinion, I don't think he should have been favored. Uh Davey overall opinions on Nation's Pride and then we'll take a quick break.
1: Yeah, I'm against TC. He's, he's, he's way overrated. A flat track bully who took easy races in the states. Uh not not
2: not for me at all. Wow. One thing, one thing real quick before we go. It's to like, it. what
0: are you talking about? This is, I like nation's pride.
2: One thing, no, one thing I did like is that he is going from three to four. And it, and I like for, if you care about time form speed ratings at all, which, you know, we use them here because that's one, especially on the international races. Cause we're not as familiar. Yeah. I like that. He popped, you know, at one twenty four, which is his best time form, um, of his career actually in his f- first race as a four-year-old. So maybe he's matured and he's a quality horse. He may have beaten up on not the best when he was here, but if he improved from three to four and it's Appleby and, and Buick. So if Appleby can get a horse to improve, then maybe he is reaching that potential. That's my only thought on him.
1: Davey. okay, Stop press. I just want to give you a market update. Seraphus is roughly the same price. Uh, Lord North is drifting from nine to two to 11 to two. Dana Beluga's come in from. Um, no, he's the same. He's roughly the same.
0: There's been. He's money seven from, to one over in your neck of the woods. Yeah, he's fifteen to two right now. Uh, Davey, a hundred, a hundred pounds to win on Dana and Beluga, please for me. <laughs> okay.
1: Listen, and Master of the Seas has come in from eleven uh, to nine to eight to seven to thirteen to two. So there's money for him. Wow. Okay. In the real world, actually. Um,
0: I've got. What it looks like been about been- seven minutes. So this Young is perfect time. Of We're going to take a very short two-minute break, everyone. Give Davey and Pete a chance to catch their breath. And we will come back for the uh, Dubai Turf $5 million race, a mile and a half. Stay tuned. Thanks for watching the HHH Racing Podcast.
1: Adelphi Racing Club, offering a truly personal racing experience. Looking to own thoroughbred racehorses and win at the highest level circuits? We're not just a syndicate, and our members aren't just investors. We are partners. Experience the Adelphi difference. Join the club today. Contact us to get a
0: taste of the Adelphi experience, and come hang with us this Saratoga meet. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to our sponsorship from uh, the wonderful people at Adelphi Racing Club, we've got a few minutes uh, to post. Davis, Davey, give us a final uh, market look over there, and your neck of the woods, please.
1: Okay. Well, we've got um, Sarah Foster's now drifted back out. He's three to one. Lord North, five to one. Denim Beluga, fifteen to two. Oh, actually, no. Real world thirteen to two, Master of the Seas six to one, Dane and Beluga fifteen to two, Nations Pride
0: seven, uh, Junko, nine to one. The rest of the ones double figures. And we've got Dane and Beluga three to one here. Uh, Seraphos seven to two. Uh, those are the top of the market. A uh, Nation's Pride, Pete, is six to one. Uh, sorry, Lord North is five to one. Or of Australia, I think taking a lot of money on name alone, Pete. I don't. I don't yeah. like him in the spot. And then Junko's 16. Final thoughts, uh, Pete, in this race as they're uh, approaching the gate here.
2: Well, just from an odds perspective, Junko and Master of the Seas are, sound like the biggest discrepancy between our odds and what they're seeing, what Davey's seeing on his end. So if you favor what's going on overseas in the overseas market, then Junko and Master of the Seas look like value as far as our races go, as far as our odds go, I should say.
0: And, David, in terms of the pick four, this is the pick four we gave out. You are still yeah. alive. Of course, so yeah. am I. You've got yeah. two and six. So you got Dana yeah. Beluga and Junko uh,
2: yeah.
0: in this race. I'm a lot deeper. I've got two, seven, eight, eleven, twelve. 11, 12. I do not have Junko. So let's get the two home for both of us. I also – listen, I'm honest on the show, guys. I'm not going to BS people at home. I've got a big uh, – I mean, depending on people's bankroll. I've got a relatively large – win bet for me on on Dana Beluga and as I said Pete I have a bigger try with Dana Beluga on top and a smaller try with him in second um it looks like they're approaching the gate uh I'm expecting a relatively slow pace Davey early I don't see a lot of early foot in this race
1: we'll see we'll see um we'll see I'm, I'm not too sure about that okay um yeah
0: I'm gonna try. I'm, I've got my phone out here and try to do a little better job with uh, the horses. I won't commentate as much as that I did last time. All I want to see, Davey, is Dane and Beluga into the clear and flying late. Yeah. That's that, yeah. that's that's what I'd like to see uh, personally. He's going to be well, in the. Is it the six hole? The sixth? He's starting gate six. Dane and Beluga. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I played it. I played a try with him and up front too yeah. uh i'm looking for late news what you have to understand too is the hong kong people are playing on the international tote so Dane and beluga might be three to one in the in the states because a lot of hong kong people are playing marira
0: that commingled mingled pool uh yeah. this gentleman has seraphos to win ram singh ram singh thanks for joining the show uh thomas spinoza likes nations pride dislikes the wide draw Uh, that could be a problem it's a fairly short run into that first turn going uh nine furlongs tune on toast maybe after this race Davey they want to know if you have any shot in tips this weekend but we can talk about that after the race uh Davey uh looks like they are starting to go into the gate again Pete you and I are probably watching about the same time I think Davey's like literally one second ahead so and then people at home, of course, are about five seconds ahead um, yeah. than us. So as we say they're going to cross the wire, you know, uh, they've already finished the race because of the delay through YouTube. Um, yeah, you're, not I, just, have, you're not allowed to have uh, uh, the video, but can you have the audio? Um, I do not know, but okay. I'm not going to take my chances with that, to be honest. Okay. Um, okay. So – we, we can talk. I know I, my assumption is almost everyone is watching at home through yeah. their channels and then listening uh, to us. So I'd recommend people, of course, do that. It looks like half the field uh, is in the gate yeah, right the now. Road. Again, this is mile and an eighth. It's the, the Dubai trip. turf. Sorry, go ahead,
1: Den- Favorite's drifting 10 to 3 now, 100 to 30. Denon Beluga's
0: 8 to 1. Wow, that's unbelievable. All right. Looks mm-hmm. like the the final few are loading. Pete, I've got only one more left to load. I'm not sure what you're looking at right now.
2: Same. Yeah, it's going in okay. right now with yeah, the hood. Oh, the got the, we got the hood on the on the seven. Here there. we
0: go. The Dubai Turf. Five million dollars. And they're off.
1: <clears throat> Even beginning.
0: Even it looks I mean, like Aura Australia is showing a little speed. I love where Dana Beluga guys, he's gonna he's gonna get over to the inside. He's a little further back than I want him to be, yeah, Davey, but yeah. he's in a pretty, pretty good spot here, just yeah. tracking out in seventh or eighth.
1: Yeah, It looks like in. Before.
0: Al Drama is yeah. going to go to the lead. And Nation's Pride is wide right now, Pete, but is getting a good trip. We've got a really nice uh, overhead view. I think that's Al Farik, the gray in behind. Gray, yeah. I don't think they're going too fast, Davey. We don't. No,
1: f- Sheryl Spade's just been giled up there. Uh, so, they, yeah, the uh, El Drama slowed the race down. Good ride. Yeah. Good ride. Good riding by Atsini. He's um, That's league. actually I'll, David I'll take- Egan. David Egan's oh, David
0: on El Egan. Drama. Sorry, yeah, yeah, the former. Yeah. That's- um, I'll take
2: I'll take Al Farik underneath at that price, by the way.
0: Dan Beluga is. I don't like where he is right now, Davey. He's pretty far no, no. back. And he's a little sort of in between horses. If Dayton Beluga wins from here, he's going to be an absolute monster, Davey. Right now, uh, this number four, El Drama, is just cruising on the lead. Yeah. Dayton Beluga is like third. To le- he needs to get to the outside, Davey. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, he's not firing at all. I don't know what the he's, story he's, is here. He's, he's, he's absolutely awful as of right now. And if he wins this race, he's a monster. Right now, it's still El Drama, and you got Master. Uh, sorry, the nine Nations Pride is fighting is fighting on. Here comes the twelve right. on the outside. That's Seraphos. There's the seven, Lord North, and now Dayton Beluga is finally rolling on the outside. Lord North, Dayton Beluga, Lord North wins. Dayton Beluga was absolutely flying. He was way too far back, Davey. I don't, yeah. I don't understand the ride, Lord no. North, Davey. This horse is just unbelievable, Pete. You're a Lord North guy. That's good yeah. for you, right?
2: Yeah, I, I had to try. I was just hoping that the I, I was hoping that Dana Beluga would get third instead, just from a price standpoint. But wow,
0: that this closing section, uh, Master of the Seas runs a uh, sorry, uh, Nation's Pride came in third, ran a very big race, but yeah. Nation's Pride got the got the run of it, Davey, because they were walking up front. Yeah, I, for I don't know, I don't know what's the bigger story, Lord North or Dana Beluga. I guess you have to say Lord North because he won. Yeah. That closing eighth of a mile Pete, by Dayton Beluga, holy crap.
2: Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Too bad it didn't win. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> I only care about the win. He can, it's great for him, but he I mean he had a straight run too, which was great. I mean, he's getting a straight run. The nine was fading a bit and yeah. Lord yeah, North Mar- was Mar- Lord Mar- North run just run. does what he does.
1: He Mar- Mar- ran a bad, David, race. Ran I, a bad You race. know,
0: yeah. I, I thought I, I guess I'm being a little bit uh I had a win bet on Dane Beluga. So, um, and I, we, you and I sort of needed him a little bit also for the uh, pick six, as you know, as well, I'm a little bit, uh, a little d- disappointed slash disgusted Lord yeah. North won, but I don't think Dane Beluga lost anything in this race. It was a, it was a slow pace. He had to weave between horses. I just don't like the ride. He was too far back, Davey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, too far back, and he didn't recognize that the pace was wasn't on, and they didn't take evasive action. I, I, no, but- I mean, it's a shame because the horse had the stamina to go another another couple of furlongs. So, but yeah, a bad ride from Marrera. You know, I believe I, mean, I-,
0: I have uh, not that anyone cares what I have or don't have, but um, I I am alive in the pick four, uh, and I do have the try. I believe. Again, I if, if you were at home were like Howard, we don't care. I apologize. But I, I care everyone because uh I do. I had seven nine with two with a bunch of horses. So I do have the try. I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy, Pete, but we did beat it's a big field. Was it nine to two over seven to two over seven I mean, the, to one? And the like, favorites out. The favorite
2: here is the favorite here is out. Yeah. David, so. great
0: call on Seraphos, sir, because Seraphos range yeah. up mid stretch. And flattened out, nine. did not want to get the nine furlongs. Davey laid an excellent call on chucking the favorite for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, Yep. And uh, I, I think in fourth was Shell um, Spade. No, um, I will. I'm looking at the replay right now. Somebody um,
2: inside the twelve. The twelve was looked like had it, but then somebody came up on the inside of the twelve. The I'm. I'm
0: 12. We're, we're taking a look at it right now. I can't say enough Be about sure. Lauren North. I mean. Lord North is just an unbelievable. It's just a fantastic story. On the wrong lead, I know that we didn't see it, yeah, Pete. They didn't yeah. show the. Is it the fourteen?
2: Fourteen, I think. I think it's 14 is that, is that would that be That'd be Vindgaard.
0: That'd be Vindgaard if that was the fourteen.
2: No, it's Cheryl Spite is the fourteen. Cheryl
0: Spite was the fourteen. Oh, I'm sorry, it's yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see. It's hard to tell here. Yeah, and I, I took if, that four places
1: at sixty-six to one, so that's okay for me.
0: Oh, nice. Cheryl yeah. Square is coming in between there. Pete, it looks like maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was if that's Cheryl tell, Spite, but... that's a real nice run for Cheryl Spite, who did no running at all in Japan on the dirt. Uh, Lord North, let, let's go back to Lord North here real quick. Let me bring up the PPs. Uh, Lord North wins this race. I think it's a $5 million race, if I recall. And Davey, he got the run of the race, but I got to give him credit. This horse has now won, what is it, uh, about, three, about $8 million, Davey. For Lauren yeah. North, uh, would you say he's an overachiever? Yeah, uh, I mean, I,
1: I, he's never had any of my money, so what do I know? I mean, <laughs> okay, I've never, I've never played the horse, you know, so uh, I, I get it wrong every time with him. So what can I tell you? Fair enough.
0: Uh, was it six? To, what do we got? Nine to two there, Pete, on the winner.
2: Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, that was here. We got yeah nine to two.
0: Okay. And Davey, unfortunately, you didn't have him the pick for us. So sorry about that, buddy. You but uh, yeah. you, you were well, had... right on. You've you you, you you've been talking about Dana Beluga all week along with um, uh, Philip Edwards. And so I'm disappointed I didn't get the win bet there. But I do have him in the try, which should be okay. What do you do with Dana Beluga next, Davey? Is he going to stay, do you think, in uh, Japan? Do you, do you think he could run well in Europe? And what kind of distance do you think is right for him?
1: Well, maybe, maybe another furlong you know, um, you know, what, a mile to, um, okay. so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I, I it, anyway, I don't want to criticize the jockey. It was just, uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, no. I mean, he didn't recognize the pace. The race wasn't fast enough and he didn't make no. a move you know, till too late. Well, I, long, uh, long I, I'm not saying, you know? but he, he, it wasn't long enough.
0: Listen, I am wrong plenty of times, Davey. But I yeah. you heard me say at the beginning of the race, I didn't like the I didn't like it. He yeah. he sort of yeah. drug him back. He was in between. John Herrera is fantastic. I don't. He either misjudged the um, pace or just thought he had more horse. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. But yeah. I mean to, to come from that far back against those quality horses uh, yeah. is not easy. Uh, Pete, yeah. your 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 overall thoughts on that race.
2: I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good race. I mean, I, I, I thought the nine was a little, was hung a little wide and, and I didn't necessarily, you know, fade a little bit, but ran a good race. Um, nation's pride, Lord North just wins, wins at the distance, loves Maidan, loves this race. So there's nothing you can argue against that. And, and, Shane and Beluga ran fantastic. So that's definitely a horse to look for next time, but I'm assuming that horse will get bet down based off that showing. So I assume that would be someone who's, you're not going to get even a decent price probably next time out. I'll, I'll tell you one thing I was pissed about. I would have had a half decent pick three if stupid Switzerland could have got up over Sibelius in that last race. So yeah, yeah. Th- that one hurt a bit, especially because I had <laughs> Sibelius in my first run. I had Sibelius at an A and then wound up leaving him off all my tickets. And, that cost me a a half decent pick three.
0: Yeah. Well, Sibelius surprised me a little bit. I liked him, but I didn't think he'd be closing up the inside. And I I think that's not to, not to go back too much on the races, but to me, that's up. Okay. doggy has got to go out. All right. We, we we have a dog alert there, Davey, in the background there. There we go, Pete. There we go. You, You might say who let the dogs out. Pete Visco did. Pete Visco. Uh, Gotta got take got to take care of the dogs there. Gotta Pete. let uh, the dog
2: out. She she pounds on the door if I don't, there you if go. I don't let her out there. Um,
0: your thoughts on the sprint gunite to me was disappointing. He's supposed to get the job done in that situation if he's really that good.
2: Based on that trip, I thought it was I mean, I thought it was a lock when they hit the lane the the way the, the race was going and he just didn't he didn't fire at all. He was definitely supposed to go by. I mean, that was the most disappointing thing for me, aside from the fact that they let Sibelius through. I mean, Hopkins, you know, Hopkins held a little bit longer than I expected. And and that was, I guess, impressive for I just didn't expect that horse to be on the lead and hold that strongly. And that but again, if he did just if he did just locked Sibelius in, that would have been bad. But it was a pretty fair run race. I mean, the good horses who were on the top were they all made sense. There wasn't anything too shocking about it.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. The next race, guys, and I'm trying to see we got about 20. 20- Eight minutes. So again, we'll talk about the race, guys. Again, take a quick break. Um, and come back a little bit, Davey. I'm going to just flat out say it. I think the superstar of the entire card is in this race. I think the most talented horse yeah. running on this card is in this next race. It's the number seven, Equinox, who is an absolute freight train. He's a beautiful horse. He's from Japan. Um, Christophe Lemaitre is going to be. Riding, I see right now five to four. Again, right. a little bit above evens are odds on right now in the market. Is that what you see? Is that bring up the PPs, Davey?
1: Yeah, uh I, I'm seeing roughly the
0: same. I think 11 to 10 right now.
2: We got so. three to five. We have three to five here.
0: Uh. Hey, Two. Pete, by the way, if you or anyone else in the chat could tell me what the dollar trifecta pays when it comes up, I'd love to know. I do have a $3 try, which should be okay. So it's not going to be you know, world beaters, but it should be decent. So um, if anyone in the chat or if Pete could. Bring yeah, I'll be watching
2: in. it because I, I have the try as well. So I'll oh, be watching right. for it. Yeah.
0: Let, let's talk about this horse, Davey. Um, Equinox, and I've got some replays to show uh, for mm-hmm. this race. Now, actually, let's bring us all back on screen again. Uh, this next race, this is the Dubai Shima Classic. It is a $6 million wow. race. They're going a mile and a half. Uh, which is what twelve? I gotta do the math there. Is that twelve furlongs? Twelve furlongs, I believe. Uh, mile and a half. Excuse me. It's no eight sixteen furlongs. Sorry. No, that's two miles. Whatever. Whatever it is, I think it's twelve. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't know. I'm a math teacher, right? Uh, anyway, they're going to my. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'm always convert converting it to um um uh, uh, to meters is always a bit confusing. I know it's two hundred. So anyway. They're going a mile and a half, uh, Davey. And we talked about Equinox. He's very talented. I'm going to show the PPs here first. Uh, talk about this very talented four-year-old uh, coming in from Japan.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, he's he's the, the best group horse in Japan right now, and he, and he should win the race. And if maybe we were really smart, we wouldn't have been playing any better other than a, a huge win bet on him and doubling our money, and that's the end of it. So, you know um he I, I I don't see him losing but um, it, anything could happen. it's a horse race but no, I don't see him losing
0: Well let's we're gonna show I've got I'm we're gonna show the last race. I'm gonna show the last race. This is the um Arena Kinnon. it was a it was a group one in December. I'm just checking my notes real quick to make sure we're yeah. good. Yeah, we're gonna show this race. you see it on the screen right now. And right here on this line cap that's on the outside is Equinox, just making a huge – he already made a decent move, uh, made a big move on the outside, and absolutely blew by everyone. This is just a very talented horse right here, Davey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's going to be – where do you see him in this race? Mid-pack, anywhere he wants to be? What do you think today?
1: Anywhere anywhere he wants to – where – well le maire has to avoid last you know the, he doesn't want to make the mistake moreira did and get stuck in a slow pace and and then uh, you know so moreira's not uh, sorry le maire's not stupid he'll he'll have the horse handy but you know we said that about moreira and he didn't do it so um, <laughs> yeah but this is just this is just a beautiful animal and this the, the, i think the quality of this field isn't as strong as the quality of the turf maybe
0: oh um, so you actually think that last race maybe has a little more quality than this one
1: well, in terms of the in terms deeper down the field, I mean, I don't think there's any good. Hope. I don't, you know, the, the depth of this field isn't as strong as that of that one. Let's
0: bring, let me bring up the banners here. This is race eight. There's our picks across the screen. Davey and I both have Equinox on top and we're, we feel very strongly about it. Uh, Pete, what's, who's your top pick? I know we don't have your three there at the bottom. We weren't sure where you were coming in. It looks like the dollar truck. Wow. Chris Mack says the dollar try was 156, Pete. Is that what you Yeah, had? it
2: was, yeah, 78 for 50 cents. Yep.
0: I'll take that three times. Okay. Uh, thank you, Chris Mack. I appreciate that. That actually was better than I thought. Did Pete, you sound disappointed. You thought it'd be pay better?
2: Well, you know, you always hope for a little bit more. But, <laughs>
0: okay, I mean, you know,
2: never, it didn't pay, pay fifteen hundred dollars. What the hell? I mean, why not? I mean, you never know. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm never happy with the price of anything until if I'm uh, if I always want more. So, by the way, yeah, I I actually Equinox is by far the the best horse in this race, but I have Rebels Romance on top until somebody beats this horse on the turf. I'm going to keep riding him.
0: Now let's talk about him, Rebels Romance. And what we actually, you led me right into it, Pete, because I want to show the replay of the Breeders' Cup uh, turf. Rebels Romance, of course, w- wins the uh, Breeders' Cup turf. Let me go to it right here. This should be it. Uh, I actually, I can just automatic click, so that's easy. He's going to be the five here, uh, Pete. I thought he was pretty impressive, although, again, the field is just not nearly the same. He's in, this, in the uh, white cap, I believe, and he's going to swing out into like the seven path. We'll see it right here. I'll just let it run from here and he wins, but it's fair to say this field he's facing today is, is better than this one.
2: Oh, sure. But I mean, you know, you could beat, you have to beat whoever's in the race. I mean, it's still a breeders cup race. It's still a pretty deep field and you still have to make a run from off the pace. So, and it was pretty impressive. And again, this horse has done nothing wrong since they put him on the turf and he beats this field. Like it's a field that he should be, better than it's not like he squeaked out a win I mean he pretty much dominated which still was a half decent breeders cup field I mean nation's pride was in that came back and ran okay in that last one but obviously Equinox on paper looks to be the best but again if I'm looking for a little bit more of a price especially because what are we at now we're still four to five with Equinox I'll take a shot with Rebels Romance I have both of them in in pick threes in the pick three right now, so I didn't single Equinox, so I'll be rooting for Rebels Romance.
0: Pete, was there a pick three that ends here? Because I'm just curious to know what the pick three pays with Equinox. Yeah,
2: yeah, there was. What uh, is the I don't, uh, I can look at I don't see. You know what? I don't see payouts available though. I've got it.
0: I you have got it? it. Okay. The do- Wow. Okay. The dollar pick three that ends with Equinox actually pays a 148. That's better than I thought.
2: That's pretty so good. So,
0: I want to know obviously Davey because I'm alive in the Pick 4 and so I've tried yeah. to figure out the uh the the parlay they're going for. That's actually better than I thought. In the doubles here in the states, Davey, mm-hmm. um Equinox is $8 for a dollar and then you got to go to Rebel's Romance who's 25 and no one else is uh, sorry, the 8 horse and the two, the 2 and the 8 our third choice is, Pete, in the doubles. Um, so the two and the eight would be, let's see here. The eight is Westover. We didn't really talk about Westover very much, Davey, this week at all. And then Moose off is also taking a little bit of money in the pick three. Uh, Davey, your thoughts on Rebels Romance?
1: Um, Rebels Romance, wide draw doesn't help. Um, um, he's uh, got the Breeders' Cup form that we know. that We can't take that away. But he's not—he's not at the level of Equinox. He's—he's a, he's a worthy second favorite. He's a better horse than Westover. Westover is not really. Westover is what we'd call, I think, developing to more of a cup source. You might see if Westover—if Westover was really, really the, the goods, he would have been primed to run the race in Saudi a few weeks ago because he's a Saudi-owned horse. So I—I I think they're using this as the prep to do something in the summer in, in even longer distances in 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 the UK Ascot Gold Cup. Goodwood Cup, these kind of races. So, now, Davey, uh, I
0: know, I know you're a fan of the of the German circuit. Uh, you know, you, yeah. horses that come from there do well. Um, the debate last year with Rebels Romance, at least for me, was that he didn't run in like some of the big time races. You know, in yeah. Europe, he he went to a Cologne and ran in the in the Group One there. Yeah. Where yeah. do you put his? You just don't think he classes up, um, but but may he be improving still?
1: He met, but he's first, he's first up, correct? I mean, this yes, is, is. Yeah. yes, So I mean, that doesn't mean Appleby won't get him ready. I mean, Appleby does that a lot. But you know, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to play him. I'm not going to play him. He's not as good as Equinox, and he's first up. And uh, there you go. There's, 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 no reason. There's no reason for me to play a horse who's first up uh, when he's got a season ahead of him. Uh, I know it's Dubai. I know it's Dubai and the owners and so on, but. I think we're dealing with um uh a lock here in Equinox so I'm not I'm not I'm not against
0: Equinox you're
1: not going to you're not going to tease me into playing another another horse.
0: <laughs> I, I sort of <laughs> agree uh Moose set off, ran very well last time but this is a much much more difficult field Davey, correct
1: yeah, yeah he's got he's got he's, he he showed better he showed better when he got firmer ground and he'll get that in, in Dubai compared to what he what he what he had in the arc, he finished I think last in the arc o, o, over the distance. So, you know, but he, he beat nothing really in uh, in Saudi. One horse that has been training well, at least looking from the videos of the of the Japanese um, pundits, have been out there. Sharia looks like he's back in form. You know, may, maybe the bet could be the Japanese try in this race. You know, or, <laughs> or or box four horses, and that would be Equinox, Rebels, Romance, and the two Japanese. I'll, that might I'll... be an interesting try.
2: I was going to ask you about that one, um, Davey, because actually my my pick three I have Rebels Romance, Equinox, and Shariar. So actually, if all else went wild, I'd rather have Shariar. at the we're at sixteen to one here we're getting right now. So yeah, I would take I that one awesome. to turn the tables on Equinox.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, and when Marilyn won a Group One in Hong Kong last time, but again a weak field. I think Botanic was the horse that came in second in that race. So. I would think the lock the lock would be the, uh, would be the trifecta, Equinox, Rebels, Romance, and uh, Shire Up for me.
0: There's Wynn Marilyn, who's a mare. By the way, Shariar was in the replay that we showed, guys, uh, with, where, um, where Dane and Beluga steadied, uh, and Shariar ran a big race there against Vela Azul. So if Shariar is as good as Dane and Beluga... You know, um, maybe he if he runs his best, he can put a little scare in Equinox. Perhaps, Davey, you still say yeah, no chance. Yeah,
1: yeah he, he could put a scare in him, but I think Equinox is just that edge, of, edge above. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, great underneath at a price, uh, Shariar. Second and third in your tries, but uh,
0: uh, uh,
1: Equinox is the winner for me all over.
0: So here's a great question, Davies. We got plenty of time here and we'll take a little bit of break and come back. Um I want to talk about value for a minute, Pete, because I think this is a that's a word that is misunderstood in the betting parlance, Davy. Everyone thinks value has to be a six to one, a ten to one, a twenty to one. Value is 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 basically when a horse is getting a a better or much better, depending on how good your value is, price Mm -hmm than you think he should be the value line. Let's right. just say Equinox goes off odds on. Let's say he's even money. Let's say he's mm-hmm. evens, Davey. Is yeah. that value to you? Would you put a win bet on a horse at even money if you think he's an almost a cinch?
1: Well I just put a win bet on a five to four on him just now as we were speaking.
0: There you go. Because I was
1: expecting him to be eight to eleven.
0: Right. So you're getting you're getting him at one point two to one and you thought he'd be, you know, and and um, point
1: something yeah i'm sorry you yes. thought
0: it'd be point seven you know seven eight and point eight to one and yeah. you're uh getting one point two to one so there the dog's coming back in <laughs> i yeah. love live video here there's there she is uh okay um I,
1: I, and that's not necessarily usually my style but sometimes you you know as i said earlier you have to recognize when you got when you've got the beast and you just have to you know Double your why not double your money? You know what's wrong with that? You know? it
0: always bothers me when I hear from people, whether it's on Twitter or in person or whatever. How do you put a win a big win bet an even money shot? You're not getting paid. You are getting paid if you think he or she should be two to
2: five. Yeah, I mean, odds have nothing to do with the value line. It really depends too on. I mean, if you're a if you're a ten dollar better, then maybe it's not worth it to bet a four to five shot, but if you're betting a, a large amount and you say, Hey, this horse should be two to five and I'm getting it at even money, then that's a, that's as good of a bet as saying I have a two to one shot who I'm getting it, you know, five theoretically, it's still, you know, from a win percentage standpoint, and from a value standpoint, it's basically the same, but I do think, I think people look at the payout amount as, as value, as opposed to the, the odds, the horse is to win against what the odds they are on the board. So at least in your own, in your own mind.
0: Now, if you're a, value. We,
2: sorry, I was gonna say we talked about this with Matt when Matt Bernier was on the show. Now, if you suck at calculating sort of a value line, then that doesn't help you that much. If you think, oh, this horse should win 80 out of 100 times and you're like, well, that's nuts because that's not even close to what they should be. That's where you can have the discrepancy. But if you're good at putting a value line together and you've proven that to yourself, then, yes, I agree with you 100 percent.
0: We've got a lot of new people watching, Pete. The the viewership is tremendous. So let's really quick, let's tout our power picks, Pete. They're below the video player, only $4 $4 every Saturday. You get them through email, $16 a month. The ROI last year was $2.59. It's about the same this year. We also have fantastic horizontal plays, ABC grids, pick fours, pick fives. Whether you are listening here in the States or whether you're somewhere overseas, This is an excellent tip sheet. It's very inexpensive. Look below the video player or on the screen for more information. Patreon.com backslash HHH Racing Podcast. It comes out every Saturday. It's very affordable. It's excellent. Also, we have a fantastic website. Pete, why don't you talk about the website that you've uh, mainly created for the podcast, which I think is outstanding.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a good place if you want to know more about either us or you just want to look. I mean, there's some great photos, there's things like that. One of the more important pages which sort of dovetails off what Howard was just talking about is the Power Picks. If you if you're a little if you're questionable about whether you want to pick up and subscribe to our Power Picks, go on the website. There's a Power Picks page. We have examples of the probably I think the last 15 or the last 14 plus the Breeders' Cup are out there. So you could see what they look like. You could see what kind of information we provide. And then what we just started was we're going to track sort of our last two weeks worth of hits. So whatever we cash each week, we're going to just put that up there so people could see it as well. Yeah, thank you, Howard. So if you go on there, you could see if you go on the Power Picks page is the Power Picks page is more important just from a subscriber standpoint. But you see there. There's our last two weeks going into this week. And then if you scroll down a bit, you'll see, here's an example of the power picks. So you see the type of information we're providing. Yeah, if you scroll through, we have ABC grids there which again, we have an ABC grid, but we also have a caveman ticket if that's what you prefer. And then there's spot play spot plays, price plays with suggested bets. And I, I like seeing genius Jimmy right
0: again, up. Pete. I like seeing genius Jimmy. That makes me feel good.
2: Well, it's nice when you have that was a the, nice score for us. on the power we, we try and keep a winning one up there. We don't want one up there with a ton of losers on it. And then, and then you got another, some great stats, Pete. And then for whatever our main track is, which is generally the the track we talk about on our Thursday flagship show, I do sort of a stats of the day for each race in case you don't have access to formulator, they basically just come out of there. And then there's a second track that generally Howard does picks for where you'll get his ABC grid, his price plays, and then his caveman ticket as well. So it's, it's definitely worth it. And then if you go on there, there's some great articles too. We know Paul Halloran, our other great co-host, who writes for the Saratoga special. He was an eclipse award, honorable mention, you know, he was in the final, the final three for an eclipse award. Some of his articles are up there as well. So you can go to our website and you can find them pretty easily.
0: I also wanted to show Pete, I don't think people take advantage of this enough because people get caught up in the here and the now, but we have, there. we have a great, here's uh, our web, our, excuse me, our, our YouTube page. Uh, of course, you can see we're, we're live right there, but we won't click and we won't watch ourselves. Um, we have a lot of different, programming we betting and boozing is a, a new sh- relatively new show with some great young guys that do a fantastic job uh they, we talk about sports betting but this betting strategy section i think is really important Davey, i don't know if you've taken a look at this betting strategy section too often but we talk about evergreen material about how to make bets contest mm-hmm. play we had a nice interview with todd pletcher um, mm-hmm. last month myself and um paul halloran And then we also have a section about the fantastic Adelphi Racing Club. You guys should check that out as well. And then I'll also just have what we did for the Breeders' Cup last year. So anyway, it's important for people to see that, Pete, because we have a lot going on in the podcast other than just what's in the here and the now.
2: Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dave. I don't know if you're going to say so. I was just going to say one yeah. thing is a lot of people get a little confused by the ABC grid and sort of the theories behind it and, and sort of how you put one together. And we do that generally in our in our actual betting, even though on the show we give out sort of caveman style tickets. So if you follow that ABC video or if you watch that ABC video, it gives a little more insight into why you use that as a structure how it works, how you put a ticket together or how you put a grid together. And then I think maybe when you look at the power picks, you'd have a better understanding of of why we're structuring it that way. So I think that's always a good one for any better to pick up. David, did you want to add something?
1: Sorry, yeah, David. I was making a point because I, I made no, notes on every horse going through and I was just looking through them as you were talking and I was uh, just looking at Russian em- Emperor, a former O'Brien horse that ended, ended up in Hong Kong and the connections brought him out for a very easy group 1 in qatar because qatar's trying to build up its its local racing it won the race and obviously it didn't go back to hong kong because it's in the neighborhood and it and it's come for this race it's a it's a big long shot and it won't win but i asked the question to myself then is that you know when you you just before you mentioned you know chad brown Fletcher, etc i mean wh- where are those guys with the with the turf horses in this contest you know uh, is it always just have to be like you know uh, the Baffert uh, and the best dirt horse goes to the Dubai World Cup, and then it's just left to the Euros and the Japanese guys there. You know, where is Chad Brown? Does He he has turf horses. He goes to Saratoga and Belmont and all the rest of it. Why doesn't he send a couple over? Is it, Does he not ship? What's he, the answer to
0: that? Do you want to answer that question?
2: No, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say, okay. Davey, by the way, that horse is taking money here, seven to one here in our, uh, in our market. our Russian Emperor? Yeah.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Wow. Well, okay.
2: Go ahead. You want to take the, the Chad Brown well, question? Yeah, I'll, I'll get,
1: it's not taking money in your market. It's Hong Kong. It's a Hong Kong. True. It's in, in the Hong
2: home. Kong. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in our, you know, in our market, our you're, getting, our you're getting as much on it. Yeah, Our, our commingled yeah.
0: pools. Yeah. Um, David, I can answer your question on Chad Brown. Um, this is mainly based on fact and slightly opinion. So we had Chad Brown on the show. Um, we interviewed Chad Brown. Uh, you can check out that interview. maybe you could find, the inter- the the episode number, if you could, so we yeah, can count that out. You could just go back and take a look at it. It was um, it was in December. It was early December, so maybe yep. or, or Thanksgiving weekend, right before Thanksgiving. But uh, Davey, here's the answer to your question. First of all, Chad Brown mainly points to the summer campaign to Saratoga and races, uh, you know, in New York and and the big races in Kentucky. So his 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 better stock is pointed towards the summer. Number one. Um, number two, most uh he Peter Brandt, who of course you know well, um, is one of his main owners. But you know, they run mainly in the States. I asked Chad Brown specifically, you know, are you thinking about going more over to Europe? And he just he 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 didn't dodge the question, but he basically said he just wants to stay in his own lane and dominate the US races. Um I also think and he didn't say it, Davey, but I think you would agree with this, unless he's got a real special horse, like in Italian horse or some is you know teppen or what teppen wasn't chad brown but a, yeah, yeah. a top top horse he's not a dumb guy davy he knows he would get pounded in europe it's just a fact you, you're the your horse over there are just better than ours well, in well, general and i think he just is happy and, and the purses obviously are very good in the united states at least mm-hmm. in the allowance end. now once you get to the to the group and graded stakes the, yeah. the purses are good over in europe but I think he just wants to stay in his own lane. I do say it's a little bit disappointing, though. To be I honest. I agree
1: with you about Europe, but it's this. I'm not talking about Europe. I'm talking about it's Dubai. Not, and when the I, when, yeah, when the European horses are undercooked themselves, and yeah. this is a chance for all the for all the various jurisdictions to come together, you know. And the Japanese have answered the call, and uh, uh, and and so have the guys from Hong Kong, which made me say to myself, well, how hard is it to put a horse on a plane in uh, in New York and fly to to Dubai for v- a turf race? You know. The
0: other thing I'll say, Davey, is the and, and Pete can comment on this. I think we're going to take a break, guys, and come back and take. If you, I know we have a lot of people in the chat. We appreciate We're going to answer a bunch of questions in the chat, Pete and Davey, when we come back from the break. But Pete, in general, getting back to Davey's question, um, the, the, the American turf horses in general have been down, at least in my opinion, the last year or two. The older horses, the older distance horses, especially. Um, we've seen some talented Philly and mares. I mean, the Italian was good, but not good enough to win at home. So I don't think she's going to go to Dubai and win. I just don't think the stock is that good right now at the top end in the United States.
2: Well, it's also probably a little, there's probably a little ego that goes into it too. You don't want to go over there and get your brains bashed in when you could stay here and dominate our turf races. And, and you yeah. go over there and you can, and maybe on a world stage, you don't look as impressive. I mean, yeah. That could have something to do with it. But I agree with you in terms of the stock. I don't think we've had many horses and we see it in the Breeders' Cup. The foreign horses come over, the Europeans yeah. or whoever now come over and they, they they win all our Breeders' Cup turf races for the most part. So yeah. it makes sense not to send them there when you can stay here and win for yourself and win for your owners. By the way, okay. it was episode 209 was the Chad Brown. Davey, check
0: that out. Episode 209, everyone else with, with uh, Chad Brown. And he, we, we go, I do answer, I ask him that question directly more about Europe, not about going to Maidan or Saudi guys. We're going to take about a two minute break. Let Davey and and Pete, uh, get a little stretch, get a little, uh, uh, washroom, get some food, feed the dog, whatever they got to do. Rub the, rub the dog's belly, Pete, or (laughs) perhaps, or someone else's belly. I don't know, whatever. And (laughs) we'll come back in a few minutes. We'll take your questions and comments in the chat. And then we'll be back for the $6 million Dubai Shima Classic with the monster Equinox. Don't get anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Thank you.
1: Adelphi Racing Club, offering a truly personal racing experience. Looking to own thoroughbred racehorses and win at the highest level circuits? We're not just a syndicate, and our members aren't just investors. We are partners. Experience the Adelphi difference. Join the club today.
0: Contact us to get a taste of the Adelphi experience, and come hang with us this Saratoga meet.
2: You're on you're on mute. Howard. I am
0: muted. We are back. Sorry about that, everyone. We are back with approximately 11 minutes uh, to post to the <clears throat> Shima classic. They're going a mile and a half. It is a $6 million, uh, $6 million race. I am your proud host of the HHH racing podcast, Howard Kravitz. Thank you again to everyone. We've had huge turnout here not only on YouTube, but also on Twitter. If you're watching us on Twitter, highly recommend you go over to our YouTube channel, hhhracingpodcast.com, so you can join in on our live chat. Guys, let's speak in the live chat. Let's go to it right now and take a few questions from our great viewers and fans out there. We got Damon Mims is singled to Equinox in the last leg of a pick three. Damon, I like that. Good luck to you. Trish Smith likes Rebels Romance, thinks he's sitting on a big race. I know Pete likes that. TC Markham, TC, thanks for joining the show. How about a little Rebels Romance Equinox match race? Uh, Davey, you would take Equinox all day in that affair. Mm. Equinox by how many lengths, Davey, in that match race? Uh, four lengths. Okay, uh, an, easy, an easy four for Davey. Yeah. Um, Trish wants to, again, win Maryland, the only mayor in the race, David, yeah. your quick thoughts on Win Maryland again?
1: Yeah, I, li- I like the horse, but when you know uh, Group One, I think the, the the race, the last race was in Hong Kong, and uh, you know, much easier race. You know, uh, but again, knowing when to place your horses. So you know, Chad Brown's got a point. He places his horses where he knows he can win. You know, uh, and same same again. You know,
0: we have we have Tobin Gatus. Tobin, thanks for joining the show, buddy. He likes Cafe Faro. That'll be in the next race in the Dubai uh, World Cup. We'll talk about that uh, quite a bit. And then uh, Jeff, Metz, uh, Jay Metz wants to wish good luck to Damon. Jay Metz, thanks for joining the show, man. Greatly appreciate it. Um, Pete, this is a good subway, segue, segue to talk. Actually, Stephen Vanderbrook. Stephen, thanks for joining the show. He's got a huge try singling uh, King Aqueducts on top. With, I think that's Rebels Romance, Shariar, and Win Maryland. Am I correct about that? I think so. With those yep. three again. Um, Pete, I just played a Dutch Exacta, and we'll talk about what Dutch means here in a second. A Dutch Exacta, Equinox over Shariar and Rebels Romance. I have more on Rebels Romance due to the lower price, a little bit less on Shariar. I'm not going to play a try. To me, this is either, I don't know, it's hard to bet this race vertically, Pete, if you think Equinox is the goods.
2: Yeah, I played a try, but I also have three horses on the top line. So I'm rooting for one of them not to be Equinox, but I have Equinox, you know, in case he's as good as we expect him to be. So, but I, yeah, it's not that easy. You have to sort of go skinny. And I mean, if you want to bang sort of a straight try or, you know, one horse over two, over two, there's ways to make money, but you just can't, this isn't a race to spread. If you think Equinox is going to run away with it underneath in a vertical.
0: A popular bet, Davy, of course, here, and, and perhaps it's becoming more popular. People like it in Hong Kong, and other places, is the double. Pete, how would you play the double? We haven't talked about the Dubai World Cup, which of course is the last race. It's the big one, 12 million. Um, how would you play a double for fans out there looking to perhaps play a double on their ADWs?
2: I mean, I guess it's it's difficult to say unless until you know who you're taking in the big one. I mean, if you're if you're taking Country grammar or Algiers, and you like Equinox in this one, then I mean you can you can look at the proje- I can. Do we have projected payouts for here? I didn't look we to do. see. I mean, we do, right? So generally, um, I, I mean,
0: I actually could show them on the screen. But I don't want to mess with that right now, but I
2: could give you some. No, ideas. but I mean, I think that generally that's what you would wind up doing first is seeing. Sure. Let me see what it pays. Does it pay more than betting Equinox to win in this race? If you no, have you a can. really strong opinion in the next one. Cheers
0: to, to, to the equinox, Davy. You could comment on this, perhaps. Again, yes. this is in the commingled pool. It's, we we still have six minutes here, Davy, because yeah, yeah. handicapping is one thing. Betting, of course, is something completely different. Right now, yeah. the lowest double, Davy and Pete, into the into the uh, World Cup, is Equinox with Country Grammar that pays seven to one. That's seven dollars for a dollar. And then you got Equinox at eleven to one. Now, to me, for me. Eleven to one on Equinox Algiers, Davy, is a steal for me. Thoughts, Davey?
1: Yeah, well, you're, you're looking at again the current price, and it won't necessarily be that. Well, you know, the the, the you've got a lot of weight with the Hong Kong the Hong Kong betters here, haven't you? And and right now, Algiers is nine point six on the international market uh, because the Hong Kong guys are betting the Asian horses and the jockeys that they know. Wow. and yeah so that so maybe you'll get maybe you'll get value on that but again that horse has to come from from the car park it has to be a great horse to come out from there so we'll, well, discuss, well, we'll discuss the technicalities of that
0: race next but uh is 17 one 7 to 1 17 to 1 with equinox in the double peat and then after that you've got the fourteen horse, who I don't know off the top of my head, in the next race. That's the, that's the winner. So what you,
2: what's 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 going to happen there? Oh, what's the 14, <laughs> fourteen paying? <laughs> that uh,
0: Ushba Tesoro, a horse that I think is interesting. That I know Davies against, but we'll talk about that. So the lowest right now is Country Grammar at seven to one. But if you like Algiers, Pete, to me, in fact, as I'm speaking to it, I'm punching it right now. I'm going to play a little double for eleven to one on two horses that I think are very likely. Uh, well, more of the seven, more, more Equinox than Algiers, but 11 to one that to me, that's. I mean, honestly,
2: if you, think. if you like country grammar, seven to one is, I mean, you're, you're not getting anywhere yeah. near seven to one on Equinox, obviously and you're not getting anywhere near seven to one in our market on country grammar. So if you love those two, I would play that over even betting a, betting a win bet potentially again, depends upon your, what what your style is, what you like to play, but. Seven sure. to one on that is 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 more yeah. than more than fine to play for me too,
0: Davey. We're going to obviously talk about uh, uh, the Dubai World Cup, but do you have thought on playing a double as we're approaching about three minutes? Well, left I
1: mean, Equinox the- is currently even money, so he's come in from five to four on the U- on the UK. Um, you, they, you, you, you've got different types of value here, so I, I'm I'm just looking right now at the prices. If you give me a second, yeah, um, take your time give me a second here the uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah we got about three
0: go. we got about 3 minutes to post here again we're here with Davey Lane and Pete Visco yeah. we got a lot of fun here talking Dubai World Cup card. there's been some big upsets and some uh actually some favorites have just gone down in flames so far Davey what you got
1: yeah. all right so the prices you got you've got you've got uh Algeria 7 to 2 country grammar 7 to 2 Theo Canes 8 to 1 that's probably because he was tipped by a big, uh, a big uh, newspaper guy here in the UK. Uh, Tesoro is seven, seventeen to two. John Lightbulb was fourteen to one in from twenties. has drifted from nines to fourteen. Kathy Furrow is roughly the same, sixteens. Crown Prine eighteen. Bella, everyone else 18, 18 20, and that and that's it. So your value there would probably be John Lightbulb and T.O. Keynes if you wanted to do a double. Both of them have good draws. Uh, that's what I would do. I would do equinox okay. into those two. Uh,
0: I think that that makes sense. These are the current odds on Ladbrokes, which is a European betting site. They've got equinox at 11 to 10, Pete Rebels Romance, three to one, is crazy. Uh, uh underlay to me. I mean, there, there, there's no way this horse should be three to one in this race. Musadaf, eight. There's Shire, 14. Win Maryland, 14. I, I mean, basically it's Equinox or, or who knows Pete? I and mean, that, that's pretty much what, what, what the, oh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, that pretty much Equinox or, or question mark. Right.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm, you know, me, I'm on rebels romance. So rebels Ro- I'll go the other yeah. way. Yeah. And I actually put in, I just put in double now that you were talking about it. I put in doubles with rebels romance and four horses in the next race. So,
0: and what price in you get uh, on rebels romance right now on the end? It's
2: four to one here right now.
0: And that's fair value for you, obviously. I, I didn't
2: actually, I didn't bet a win bet. I, I okay. only bet, I just bet the, I bet the try. I haven't been betting win bets today. I've been betting Got trifectas mostly.
0: Got it. All right. Well, they yeah. are approaching the gate here. I'm expecting to see, and as is Davy, an Equinox processional. It's never easy, Davy. I mean, it's a big field. These are human beings on top of thousand pound animals. You never know. But it sure feels like Equinox is the class this field. And if he yeah. runs his race, Davey, I, yeah. I think he's going to be very tough. I do not want to see him as far back as they're going to the gate. But this is a mile and a half, Davey. So there yeah. is a bit of a longer run into that first turn. And there's time yeah. um, for Christophe Lemaire uh, to make a decision. Yeah, I mean, a
1: straight win bet for me. Uh, I, 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 and all the losing bets so far today, which there have been. Are uh, negated by the, the one the one win bet. I go into the World Cup basically, even.
0: Okay. Well, for those people who are not familiar, Davey's very honest and modest. Pete, as you know, he has been rocking out in this show time after time, tipping out 60 to 1s two years ago with Rishun. Davy's hey, an excellent handicapper. We work. all have our I'm tough on, days, I'm Davey. I'm not on, on that one forever, you know. Oh, which, for sure. which
2: always makes me feel good when I say I like a horse and Davey goes, I'm tossing that one. So that always makes me feel pretty good. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. The
0: Divasheema Classic, 6 million. Will it be Equinox or will it be another upset? Here we go. Equinox seemed to jump well. Actually, uh is getting him in a little bit of a forward position, Davey. I like that. He's using him just a little bit, Davey.
1: Yeah, 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 that's good. And he's, he got it, he's got him in... He's got him on the lead, right?
0: No, he's actually
1: No, he's on the lead, right? Oh, he
0: now. is on the lead. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. He's on the lead. You've got the number two. Let me get the sorry, you've got uh Most you of set the... off yeah. in second uh tracking. Yeah. Uh in third, you've got it looks like he's at the nine. That's a huge long shot. Uh Zagrev and I'm trying to see where Shariar is. In behind that, you've got Westover with a nice spot. Shariar is fine. Um, this is an easy lead for Equinox, Davey. Yeah. I'm just going to call it how I feel. He's going to have to fall down and win from here. I, I think, it, unless he's just no good, he should he should win this. Yeah, he should definitely win this. this, yeah, this is, is not
2: if you if you have any other horse, this is not the race you were looking for.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Pete. Is, quick thoughts: Is that Rebels Romance pulling on the outside there in the All yeah. Dolphin Blue?
2: Yeah, you're going to have to – if you're on Rebels Romance or anyone coming from the back, you're going to have to move early and, and get into contention, or this horse is going to kick away and there's going to be no chance.
0: Again, yeah. they don't show the fractionals, but, um, I mean, he's being pressed a little bit, but he's also very much in hand. they reached yes. the uh, far turn. It's yeah. still Equinox. you still got Moosed off in second. No one's really making a move right now. Um, Botanic is in third on the inside. Uh, Lemaire has an absolute stranglehold right now, Davey, yeah, on Equinox. Yeah. Here comes Rebels Romance, right, Pete,
1: on the yeah. outside,
0: making a little bit of a move,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but, yeah but Equinox he- still in hand. Those yeah. moves set off, though. Equi- uh, Rebels Romance is being asked, and now we're going to find out. They hit the top of the stretch. Equinox still in hand, has about a length and a half lead, is starting to pull away, and we are about to see a show. Christophe Lemaire has not moved a muscle. He's got a five-length lead in mid-stretch. There's a horse coming from behind. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think that's Win maryland I believe. No, it's not. It's Westover. Equinox as easy as possible, winning by four. Whoa, Davy Lane. This is a serious four-year-old.
1: Yeah, as I said, that was the, you know, if you're ballsy enough you and if you're you know you, you make one bet today and you double your money and 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 you don't and you don't get distracted by all these exotic things because that was just a certainty you know uh, Great i mean ride. I, i'm, I'm a- speaking as a guy who did get distracted but i knew enough <laughs> when I, I, knew, I knew enough when i knew a good thing that this was the way to basically pay for all the other the other the other the other the other, the other plays earlier today
0: you know Absolutely. Davey. Great call. I think Westover got second. I did not have him in the exact. I'm a little bummed about that, but uh, Westover actually ran pretty well. Davey. I believe he's the one that got for second with Ryan Moore. Um, Yes. Musadov again, Davey, this is why you have to pay attention to PPs, watch replays. Musadov last time in Saudi got to the lead. It was a much weaker field. It just didn't look like that could repeat. He was way over bet in this race. Um, actually it was 14 to one. I take that back, but, um, these other horses, Pete had absolutely no chance. It's easy to say this horse was tons the best because he won by five and got loose on the lead. But even if he had to come from behind Pete, it sure looks like this is a superstar in the making.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, that looked like it on paper as well, but I hate, you know, this reminds me of enough American turf race. I hate these kind of races where the, you let the best horse, and, and we do it in America where it doesn't even have to be the best horse, but this is one where you let the best horse get on an uncontested lead. And what do you expect to happen? I mean, there's not much else that's going to happen in a race like that. So it was to me, that's, that's more bad race riding behind. I'd rather take the shot and try and beat him than than you're going to just run away anyway, like a horse like rebels romance had no shot because that's, I mean, he didn't run well anyway, but and most of the death wasn't going to get him from the two hole. The other horses who were up close just weren't going to be good enough. So you wonder, there was no chance this horse was losing once he hit the top and got an easy lead. Yeah. Davey, and probably wasn't first? anyway. And probably wasn't regardless. But.
0: Now, Davey, as, as, a, as a punter, you got to be careful. This was not the strongest field. Is this going to overrate Equinox? Or do you think he could compete it, it, with the best horses in Europe this summer? It may do, but he was
1: in third gear all the way around, and then he slowed down to second gear for the final furlong. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if, he, if he put it into fifth gear, he would have won by 20 lengths.
2: Yeah, I think, we, I think we sometimes talk a little bit too much about the field. It depends on how you beat the field. You can only beat whoever's there, and there's times when that comes into play, but sometimes you're just a good horse and you're just better than the field and you make them look worse than they are you know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you can put a great horse in a better field and they're still going to run their race.
0: Uh, congratulations. Damon Mims hits his pick three. Good job, Damon. I'm alive on my pick four with my single. Uh, let's see here. We got, let's see what uh, we got comments. Matt Miller wanted to come Matt Miller. Welcome to the show. He said, if Equinox is even money and Algiers calls off at five to one, you're getting bad value on that double, right? Because a dollar bet to win and dumping, but we got you got less than even money what did equinox go off at Pete, in our markets i mean equinox three was, to five.
2: was 3 to 5 And algiers three five. is 3 to 3 to 1 morning line here yeah. so if well, you're there's, looking there's at those another, odds there's, there.
1: another, there's another argument for the fixed odds you know i mean it was 5 to 4 and i took it now you guys could have you know what did you get you only got what the price
0: was what 3 to 5
2: so yeah you only get the price yeah,
0: yeah. uh it's the jacket it's the jacket thanks for Joining us, David Mibbs. Let's go, David. Nice job, buddy. Great. that That is a tremendous pick three, guys. I mean, to me, I thought Equinox laid over the field. Um, Lord North figured, you know, for the most part. And then you had to find Sibelius. I guess Sibelius is not easy, but, I mean, easy to say after the fact. But I don't know. I mean, how you could play a five by five by one, right, Pete? You had a $25 yeah, yeah. and get back, what is it, $1? Forty something, I think. Great job, Damon. Uh, excellent yeah, that's job. great. Yeah, very good. Um, and, and again, we got Shazad uh, here again. Um, Davy, I don't know mm-hmm. what the plan is. Let's say you own Davy. You now own Equinox. <laughs> Congratulations, Davy. I'm yeah, giving yeah. you Equinox. What do you do with him? Well, if
1: you're Japanese, you go to the. You're planning on going to the Ark, right? I mean, this is what they do, right? So... No, it's
0: what you do, Davy. You own him now. You own him, Davy. <laughs> what? Well, it-
1: if if I if I own him, I, I take I, I take him to the Ark, and I probably send them to uh, a prep race in Germany. Why not?
0: So you rest them until Germany. You only two more starts. Well, you, it?
1: you try you try and get him over some maybe like good to soft ground somewhere where you can. You don't you know you don't run them at the peak of the summer. You get him into somewhere like you know Ireland or Germany and try and get some you know good to soft ground and then get him ready for uh, for uh, Paris because. That's the that's the uh you know that's the what the what the Japanese want that's what they call what what is it the uh the Holy Grail you know
0: yeah so uh, maybe race you race them maybe on British Champions Day perhaps Davy or no
1: Irish Champions Day or I- something in Germany or south or, or somewhere I mean every Japanese horse that's come over for the last let's say ten years has either gone to the French preps they've gone to the Irish Champion Stakes so, you know they're tossing it around so they've got to They've got to come up with something, but maybe this is the best one they've tried now in some years. It certainly looked like it.
0: Uh, would you send him to Ascot, Davey, or no?
1: Probably too early. Well, you could okay, do. No.
0: You, because for you him, don't, you don't
1: the, horse for the Japan it's horses... In July, August, September, October, right? Do you?
0: No. For the Japan horses, the, the, there are a different... The the, the summer... Oh, that would be only be Australia. Is the summer like the winter for the Japan horses as well? Is that only Australia?
1: Only Australia, Southern Hemisphere. So yeah.
0: Okay. So okay. So uh, it'll be fascinating to see, Pete. We have no idea, but this smell. This felt like, and Davy said third gear. This felt feels like a one thirty time form U.S. Like a one ten kind of buyer. Th- th- this is the kind of horse yeah. that, if they decide to go to the Breeders' Cup, which I have no idea, but it is in Santa Anita. So in yeah. theory, of course, from if I'm a Japan-based track, that is closer, obviously, than going to New York. Um, yeah. This horse obviously handles firm. I'd love to see this horse in Santa Anita. Um, yeah. And we have no idea, but you would have to think at this point he would be a factor just about any race in the world, including the Arc, Pete. You would think. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. A horse that talented, it's... you can you could do whatever you want. Especially now that Davy owns him. so we can now yeah. we can we can now we can follow him on the show with Davy as the owner. So that's even that's even. I guess the only thing, if you go to the Arc, Davy, I don't know what you. I mean, he's run only on firm turf up until this point. So I guess the arc sometimes comes up funny. So you guess you'd have to, it still would be a question mark. You just never know how a horse is going to do if it comes up boggy like the arc sometimes does.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the percentages are, but something like six out of 10 are good to soft. But, you know, a a couple out of 10, they get good to firm or, or, or good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just
2: what you, usually you see the, I mean, usually with, we're used to seeing some of the European horses more where they, they they're used to running on sort of the softer ground sometimes. Whereas this one up until now, you've never seen anything but firm, which is, you know, it's just something to think about. I mean, you know, you consider everything if you're trying to bet against or, or, or even ride a horse like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. I don't, there's not much else to say. That was, the most impressive uh, race or effort of the day. We'd all agree with that, Davey?
1: For sure, for sure.
0: Pete, uh, you'd agree with that? Oh, yeah, of
2: course. Yeah,
0: of course. course. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, we have approximately – I mean, I thought it was about 11.30 our central time. It should be about 25 minutes, I'm guessing. I'm trying to see if uh... – by the way, the double, the Equinox-Algiers double got bet down, not because I did a Matt Miller large amount, <laughs> um, but I, I did bet, uh, uh, you know – a reasonable amount, um, got that down to nine to one. So I'm alive to a nine to one double two, Algiers for X amount of money. We'll just leave it undisclosed at the moment. Um, I'm also alive to a pick four selfishly. So that's good. Davy. I'm a little bit disappointed because um, as you know, we played a pick six with Philip that we're way out mm-hmm. of it at this point, but this just seemed like an obvious single. And when you get an obvious single come through and you're dead in a horizontal, that always stings a little for me. I don't
1: yeah, you, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for know. sure. I mean, it, it's great to play the pick six because you're trying to hit the uh the six five figures, six figures. But as I said, sometimes you maybe the best thing to do is just to try and double your money. You know, when you know you've got a real good thing. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, he went off three to five here. So, what what were the final odds on Equinox in your market, Davey? The final uh, odds.
1: The final
0: odds. Well, let me tell you now. Okay. As Davey's looking that up, they were three to sec- five here in the States. So,
2: who are you Got- live to, yeah. uh, Howard? In, in the pick four, by uh, the way, so
0: uh, wait, Davey, do you have an answer to that, Davey? Uh, you on the pick four, who you were live to? No, 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 no.
2: Who, who he was the asking final the
0: market odds in the UK on Equinox. Yeah, it was uh, even, even money. Okay. They got That's much nice. better price, really. When you yeah. think of it that way, um, we got Damon. Damon, you're you're welcome, man. Uh, by the way, Sylvain is here. Track record, Davey. Track record for Equinox in hand, Pete. Wow, That's nice. That's impressive. I mean, that is. I know it's very firm, but that is very impressive. And we have Um Singapina. Um, I do not know what that says, but I'm I'm hoping it's something. Oh, uh, you like obviously it's about Usaba is a horse that he likes obviously um, so um Am, thanks very much for joining uh, the show Matt Miller mentioned I ended up getting good value on Algiers at nine to one so <laughs> thanks Matt now the horse has to win obviously guys we got about 23 minutes to post um, right. so pete let me answer your question um, I'm alive so the pick four I gave out on the show hope hope I hope everyone at home anyone at home play my pick four Comment in the chat. I'm alive uh, for the show. Pick four to the one four eight fourteen. But all in all, um, honesty, Pete, on my own pick four, I also have where is it? Sorry, I also have the seven and the thirteen. So you can add the seven and the thirteen to those on my own personal pick four. What's the lowest pick for? Is it the country grammar Pete? Do you have it? There? I don't
2: I don't see the payouts on TV for some reason. So yeah. So I don't they don't have it yet. Oh yeah, the final the the prior race still hasn't been official on TVG. That's probably why. Yeah I have I'm live to one 4, yeah. 14 as well in the pick okay. three. So I'll we'll be rooting for we're at least rooting for similar horses to to come through. So that's that's always positive when we can do that.
0: Absolutely, um, guys. Let's ro- let's roll right to the Dubai World Cup, and we can. I don't. I don't think we need a break. If you guys, if one of you guys needs no, a break, no, feel no, free to no, say. No, I think no, we'll no. Roll right, we can roll right through. Um, Twelve million dollars, the Dubai World Cup. It's the feature race of the day. It's not the most expensive race in the world, which is crazy. You have to go to Saudi for what is it, twenty million or some insane number that Panthalasa uh, got a purse of. Let's show race nine. On the bottom of the screen, you see the scroll for my picks and Davy's picks for the Dubai World Cup. Davey's going 13-8-1. I am going 1-8-4. Pete, before I go to Davy and the PPs, do you have a top three you want to throw out uh, to the punters out there?
2: Yeah, mine was 14-4-1 were four, my top three.
0: Okay, so, so Pete is going 14-4-1. Davey you're gonna go with the 13 that's T.O. Canes now this is a horse that you and I've been talking about quite a bit um off air this is a Japanese horse let me go to him right now um finish second I have a bunch of replays to show um but I'll let you talk about your top choice first there you see whoops sorry let me put up the pps in the in the American pps he's Uh, 12 to 1. I see right now 16 to 1 in the commingled pool here in the States. Davey, this is a six year old, a very nice older dirt horse. Look at the breeding, Pete. Sinister Minister, who was a real nice um, speed horse and won, I think, the bluegrass, if I remember back in the day at Keeneland. He's won 4.5 million. Oshin Murphy, this is who you're going with on top, Davey Lane.
1: Yeah, he's the preeminent. Group one beast in Japan, really. Uh, strong dirt, pedigree, as she said, sinister minister. Um, and he didn't go to Saudi this this year. He went to Saudi last year. Didn't work out for him. Instead, he went to what they call an NAR, uh, NAR track in Japan, which is a sort of the country track. It'd be like uh, someone from Santa Anita going to uh, Ple- Pleasanton or someplace like this just to get a race in, right? So uh, he lost that race by a short head to a horse who was also in this race um, who had taken a crack at this. But to me, that was a I've press. Got it right. I've got um, it right
0: here. Should we show it, Davey? I've got it right here. Yeah, let's yeah. show it right now. Let's do it. So this is the last race uh, that T.O. Canes ran. T.O. Canes is the uh, three in this race right here, I believe. And Ushba Tesoro, who wins this race, who is coming from smaller tracks is the five. So I don't want to take us through this race again. You got TL Canes, the three, Ushvitz or Soros in this race, the five, Davey.
1: Yeah, as you can see, there's not many There's not many horses in that race. What, like 10, 8, 9, 10, something like this? So it's not yeah. a monster field of 16, right? And uh, where are we now? We are. Yeah. So, so we have, is it on slow motion there? You, you, you're closing in. So, so. Yeah, so Tio Keynes T.O. Keynes is a, he grinds out, he's grinding, and that's what he does. And he's grinding in this case. He doesn't quite get up, but every he's cl- well clear of everything else. He loses by a, a neck. Um, that's fine for a prep because if you're thinking about it, this is this is the plan, and this is the horse that's won the prime time Group One JRA race uh, uh, in, in 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 Japan. Uh, he's won other Group One dirt races. Uh, he- gets Oshin Murphy uh, and that's, that's, that's a serious booking. Um, You know, he's, um, he's, he's, he's a horse that's been in big races in Japan that he's been boxed in. He's been uh, dealt with traffic. He's dealt with dirt and he grinds through and he keeps coming and keeps coming. So in this particular race, he's got a nice cozy drawer of six. The main protagonists, pre, anti, post protagonists—they're all drawn wide. They'll have to lo- use a lot of gas, petrol to get across. He won't mind them coming across. They'll be—they'll be used up, and then he'll just keep—he'll t- just be coming along like the Energizer Bunny. He's got that kind of like <laughs> boom. You know? So, so uh, you know, that that, work, that works for me, you know. Um, uh, he's been tipped up by uh, one of the. Uh, big tip tipsters here in the UK, which is why his price went into about eight to one. I don't know what it is on the international market right now. So he, he, he he's a good horse. Um, so uh, yeah, so I'm putting him on top.
0: Uh, now June light bulb, Davey, we're going to show the replay of the Saudi cup in just a minute. This is a horse that I tipped out a month ago. He was not good. He mm-hmm. was not a good tip out. Obviously, it didn't work out. You can see on the PPs there, Pete, you finished seventh, and you really had no excuses. But we're going to show the replay of that race, and I want to say a few things, Dave. Actually, I'll let you talk about June Lightbulb yeah. first. Why don't you talk about this horse first, why you like him at a price here in second, and then we'll go watch the Saudi Cup, uh, Davey.
1: Well, when he was brought into the Group 1 company, I mean, he hadn't been a Group 1 horse, but he was, and and, and he subsequently beat T.O. Keynes into fourth place. Um with a kick a late kick so uh he's he's a, he's a guy he's a horse who can, as opposed to a grinding horse he's a horse that can come with with a rattle and uh it's it's good to have the two types of horses in your mix at both to canes and june light so um both with inside drawers you've got one who's going to grind on and you've got one who who can kick who can see a target and aim for it and come by so that's the type of horse he is. So if you've got the video of that, that's probably, oh, this is the Saudi race. This is him finishing sixth, yeah. I think. Is this right? Yeah. Well, the
0: reason I want to show this, Davey, is because you also like geoglyph in this race a little bit. So I'm going to let this yeah. whole race run through, Davey. We're going right. hey, to watch this whole race. We have the time for it. This was a month ago. This is won by Panthalassa on the front end. And I'm going to try to point out horses as best I can as we show I think people should pay attention a bit to Geoglyph also, Davy, a horse yeah. you like who has to come from the outside well, and, and use a lot of gas early to get in yeah. position. So I'll just let the race run through and we'll talk about it. Geoglyph is right here, all the way on the outside, who had to be yeah. used early. Right right here is Geoglyph. June Lightbulb is on yeah. the is right here. Getting a very yeah. good trip. Here's Ponthalasa. And then you've got uh, Tabas in here also. And also, you got Crown Pride in here as well, uh, right. Davey. Panthalous has got to break all the way from the outside this time, going two turns today.
1: Yeah, and and and, and that and that should hurt his chances. Um, and it's a different type of dirt. We have to remember the Saudi dirt is much closer to turf, according to all the experts. A bit more fluffy. This is this is this is dirt, dirt with a capital D. They're going to get in Maydan, so. Um, so I, I'm ruling out Panthalassa on that on that regards, but there, there's Geoglyph there. He came right across from a wide draw, right. all right, he finished fourth in this race, but he was he held he held on for a long time. So and he was first up. So Geoglyph is a serious chance here. So uh, I mean, he for a few weeks Geoglyph was my anti-post play. Uh, I came to T.O. Kane's and you know, uh, uh, in the past week, really. Um,
0: uh, this is yeah. this is Cafe Pharaoh that I'm circling. Got yeah. a great ride, I think, by John Marrera. Did yeah. not a lot of running to me with a perfect trip. I'm against Cafe Faro, Davey. I think he's a miler. I don't think he wants to go this far. Uh, this like is Teva here, who we know didn't run great. This is Crown Pride, who stuck out a little bit wide and hung yeah. around a, a little bit as well. And then we're going to see Country Grammar coming from the back. I think this is Country Grammar right here coming from the back. But I'll, I'll let it I'll let it run yep. Um, don't forget Emblem Road here, who broke badly in this. Yeah. In, in this year. Yes, Emblem Road didn't break well. I don't have the number, but he's going to be coming from the back of the pack,
1: also. Yeah, he's but Davey and
0: Okay, Davey and Pete. Uh, Pete, let's go to you. It sure looks like that today. This race is going to be run completely different than this race was run a month ago, in terms of the yeah. early speed and the pressure and all that.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, actually, I was going to ask Davey that. Davey, do you think? I mean, I assume. Pantelasa regardless of or regardless of what you think about this horse in this race, his only shot is to go to the lead. Do you think there's going to be another horse who maybe is going to contest that lead? It's not. It's not about his
1: only his only chances to go to the lead. The horse's instincts; he's hardwired to go to lead. No, no, and I mean. agree.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know if this time he won't get such a, you know, such a clean pace up front, or do you think he'll still get a clean, a clean pace up front? You don't think he pace, can do it?
1: He'll, he'll, he'll go. He'll go hard, and he'll try to cut across. And if he can't cut across, he'll just stay on a wider path, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this um, is
0: country grammar. Here's Emblem Road, uh, by the way, Davey, coming on late, I believe. Right yeah, there. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. And June light bulb just didn't run. I mean, I'm not going to make excuses for June light bulb who's yeah. right there. Just, just didn't run, but the trainer said he's trained better. It's more distance. It's two turns and there's a lot of speed. Yeah. What do we got in June bowl right now, Pete, in our, in our, uh, in our uh, market right now, please
2: 14. So taking some money.
0: Okay. That's not so, bad so, to me. So look,
1: look at it like this. Ryan Moore retains the mount. He has good relationships with the people in Japan. He goes to Saudi. He knows it's not working out. He's not going to kill the horse in the final three furlongs because he knows he's going to Dubai in a four-weeks time. You know, he's thinking ahead. You know, maybe, you know, maybe he could have got a better place, you know, by, a, you know, one or two spots. But fine, you know, no one's going um, to remember Saudi if he rolls in in uh, first place tonight, are they?
0: Davey, <laughs> just to let you know, no one has six out of six. There are a bunch of five out of sixes. There are also some horses that pay four out of six, just to let you know. Um, okay. That's in the pick six. Now, the pick All four, right. I actually don't see it, Pete, right now for some reason. So I guess they don't have it up yet. At least what I'm looking at.
2: No, I, I don't mean, see it either. I'm on twin yeah.
0: spy. I don't okay. Well we'll we'll, we'll get to it. Um, mm-hmm. okay, so that situation. Now guys, let's show we've got I think we got we got we got, we got like 14, 15 minutes, I think, here. Let me check at our time. We got 10 minutes. So I want to show one more replay, guys. And the one more replay that I'd like to show is the Al Maktoum Challenge Round Two, Davy and Pete. This is where Algiers won. Now, Algiers to me is a serious, serious horse. I'm not going to show the whole race. We'll just show a little bit. And then we'll go to the PPs, Davy and Pete, so we can talk about yeah. this horse. But Algiers is right here in this gold. This is the start of the Al Maktoum Challenge Round Two. He's got right. he's got speed yeah. but he can rate and what I like about this especially Davey is what well, is he was wide he was a little bit wide in this race and he mm-hmm. still ran huge now obviously yeah. the ra- today's race is much much more difficult but look he gets pushed into the 3 4 5 path here yeah. and he was able yeah. to tuck in a little bit but if you watch yeah. him on the turn he just absolutely blows by this field I'll go ahead and fast yeah. forward it He's right here again. I know this is much easier company, Davy, but he yes. did this in the race before that. They've seemed to found a home for him on the dirt. He's just very impressive right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a he's a beast. He's by Sh- Shabadal. I mean, again, it's not necessarily it doesn't scream doesn't scream dirt, but um, he's kind of stocky looking, isn't he? He's got that look. Yeah, of a dirt of a dirt horse. It's, uh, I'm not the expert on this, but. Maybe I yeah, should. But he's be, got but... the
0: turf acceleration. I mean, I love that combination. Yeah, he's I got mean, that for
1: sure, yeah, he's got the this. I don't care
0: who he's, I don't care who he's facing, Davey. This is this is yeah. really damn impressive to me. I, I know it's well, an easier field.
1: He's facing a horse, Ben Dug, If you were following all the Maidan people in like January, this was one of the one the local horse that they were all hoping for big things from, you know. So, uh, you know, you know, Algiers yeah. has prepared for that pretty quickly.
0: You you've got him in third, Pete. Give us again your choices as I go to the PPs. Um, actually let's talk about Algiers. Let me show the Algiers PPs. Now, now Pete, he's got a break from way outside. It looks like he's got enough speed to break and, and get over. I have a hard time believing James Doyle's going to be in a dead send because there's a ton of early speed in this race. I think he's hoping yeah. to get the same trip Pete, that we just saw right there.
2: Yeah, that's what I would imagine. And, and hopefully for him get he's going to sort of get first run. You would think on country grammar and, you know, country grammar will probably be coming from a little bit further back, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, this horse looks great in those last two. Again, it's a step up in class to probably the best field he's ever faced. And that's the only question, but on pure talent. And if you care about figures, this like we talk about in the U S if you look at the time form ratings, they're increasing every race. They've gotten better from this year, which from five to six is impressive when a horse comes back at six years old and is running their best races. So this horse is in peak form and right now seven to one here, Davy, in our market I, Algiers. I, so that's nice.
0: Uh Davy, in here Algiers is seven to one and Vela Azul is seven to one. Um I don't know. That seems very low on Bella Azul to me. Yeah. Again, as I said, again, it's Hong Kong, it's Hong Kong money in your market. Yep. Um, Country Grammar is two to one, Davey and Pete. I look, he's a really nice horse. He could absolutely win this race. I guess if there's a lot of speed, which it looks like, and you want to close her, this is the one. I just, I would never yeah. bet a win bet in this race at two to one on Country Grammar. I just wouldn't do it. I would need like seven to two or four to one personally. Yeah, sure. I mean, he, does, way, I
2: mean he he likes the mile and a quarter which I think is is the, but I mean yeah that I think that's way too low against this field.
0: Uh Davy Algiers was a turf horse. They switched mm-hmm. him to dirt. He's a 6-year-old. Nice job by Simon Crisford. Um Yeah, yeah. What, what do you th- what do you think uh, is going to happen here? Do you think they'll just try to sit off and then make that he, same move on the turn? He
1: could win. He's he's the favorite. I'm not I'm not against him. I'm just against him from the draw point of view. And these are these are a couple of good Japanese horses. I think Jun Lightbulb and Teo Kane. So my idea of a bet would be to box those three in in a try. Maybe Geoglyph underneath as well. But uh, I don't see I don't I don't see anything else. As I said to you before, the other Japanese I think is on a was a. The um the one that beat Theo Keynes is a turf horse who did well on the country tracks and the rolling the dice. So I, I don't want that. Crowd Pride is Crown Pride is interesting, but every time he looks like he's he's going he's going well in the final few furlongs, yeah. he sort of fades away. So I'm against him. So um it narrows it down. Um yeah. Uh Emblem Road would would scare me because he got a bad great break, but they didn't bring one of the hot Panamanian jockeys over from Saudi. They just brought some guy, and I'm not, uh, it's bad on me that I don't know the local Saudi jockeys. I should learn more about them. But so, you know, they didn't book uh, the Tory or anybody else. So, yeah. So I've narrowed it down to three, and I'm playing those three in a box try June Lightbulb, T.O. Canes, Algiers. Well, maybe I'll box in a uh, geoglyph as well.
0: I like it. We got four minutes to post that. I actually showed video. I don't think I'll get arrested. I think it'll be okay. Pete and Davey, will you do me a favor because I need to make a bet. <laughs> so uh, can you guys, just, Pete, kind of chop up what you yeah. would do vertically along with what Davey was saying uh, just for a minute? And then you can talk a little about the American odds right now uh, for people betting here in the States.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I was, while you were talking just then, I was putting in a vertical bet. So okay, I there put you in, go. Okay. <laughs> I was putting in sort People of- People at a, home
0: understand, right? Everyone at yeah.
2: home. Go <laughs> well, ahead. I, I wanted to have something in. So I was doing more of a, I think I have three horses on top, then I have three, five, seven in second, and then I think nine in third. So I just went with a, with a wide spread here. I'm with you, Davey, where I think a lot of the I think underneath, whether you like Algiers and Country Grammar as your top horses, which our market seems to, I think behind that there's a ton of horses that I think could just come up and get second or third. I mean, that's not really breaking any news, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, even like even like Ben Dog or however you Ben however you Bendug, pronounce yeah. that horse, that horse always hits the board. You don't maybe don't want to play that horse to win, but the horse is twenty five to one here. I don't know what you're getting that horse at overseas, but. If you can get 25 to one on a horse that hits the board, if you're looking at a try, then you can put a horse like that in and it could potentially blow the price up.
1: Yeah, he's 50 to one.
2: He's 50 uh, there. In, OK.
1: In from 80, you know, but it's good, good jockey on him. Uh, he was he was considered the big horse at the start of the year. So, uh, you know, maybe. Um, So I'll
2: give you, I'll give you our odds and you can tell me your opinion on whether the market, and obviously it's not just the U S market, but we have country grammar. I'll just give you the top five. We have country grammar at two to one, Algiers and Panthalasa at six to one. Then we have Vela Azul at eight. And after that is Cafe Faro at 11. Those are the top five.
1: Right now, Country Grammar's favourite here, five to two. Algiers seven okay. to two. T.O. Kane's fifteen to two. Next in the market, uh, Ushba Tacero, nine to one. Panthalasa ten to one. June Lightbulb, fourteen okay. to one. Café Faro, sixteen. Crown Pride twenty-five. Velozul uh, twenty. Geoglyph twenty. And the rest. So they're are, they're, you know, they're pretty
2: different. Our markets obviously they, are, are pretty they're different, they're, different depending
1: on what. They're very different, yeah.
2: So I know like you have T.O. Canes where you're getting 12 here and you said, what, 15 to two over there is what you said, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I'm and trying
2: to get, a get one in too. OK, yeah, well, I all right, well, a, I, I'm almost. <laughs> I no, I'm no. Almost. Take your time. Take your time. So <laughs> I, I think the way and he likes and, to and, talk, he could talk for <laughs> half an hour. It's all good. I could find something to talk about. So again, for our betters, if you're looking at it, I mean, obviously it makes sense that Country Grammar in our market is taking the money. I mean, that's the horse that we know is the defending champion. It's a horse that likes the mile and a quarter. So it's not surprising at all that Country Grammar is the favorite. Maybe the two to one is a lot lower, but that was also the morning line. So it wasn't unexpected. Algiers has floated up, was three to one morning line. Now you're looking at six so getting 6 on that horse if you like it i mean that's a that's a pretty solid price here and again Panthalasa, i think is taking a lot of money probably because of the win in saudi uh, and and people know that horse just from that race but again yeah. i'm not sure i'm not sure the pace today or i'm not sure like you said the dirt itself is maybe one yeah. the reason to play against that horse and now if you're throwing out a 6 to 1 shot it's even better
1: right
0: all right, I'm back. <laughs> um, wow, I got a lot going on in this race. So just, just again, full disclosure, um, everyone knows I'm right and wrong, just like the next guy, hopefully more right for everyone at home. Uh, been been a little more right lately, fortunately, uh, in some contests and other things. I've got, a, uh, I've got a, thir- a $25 double. I guess the dollar amounts don't matter. Who cares? I've got a double with um, Algiers, live double. I've got a pick four to... Let's throw this pick four up here again, just so people, maybe some people at home played this pick four. This is the pick four I gave out. I've got, I'm alive to that pick four, including, I've got also the seven and the 13 um, myself that I'm alive to there. And what I just did is a little win bet on Algiers because I like the price Pete. And I did it. I get, I done it. I did my back wheel reverse key trifecta only Algiers in first and second with a whole bunch of horses underneath. So in generally speaking, Pete, that's what I did. I played Cafe Faro If not Cafe Faro, sorry. If Algiers does not win, I need in my try four seven thirteen. Which I know it's country grammar, geoglyph, and um, the teal canes. Maybe I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's that's what I have in case. Yeah, that's what I have um, in case Algiers doesn't win. Yeah, I, have, um, I, have,
2: I have Algiers Country Grammar and Ushba Tesoro on my top line in my try and then a bunch of other stuff all underneath, right. and I also have them in an exacta. Uh, we're, we're getting close. I saw some people asking how long in the chat. It says zero minutes, but now they're they're chit-chatting, so we don't see – if I don't know if they're entering the, the gate just yet, so we might have a, a couple yeah. minutes still.
0: It's not going to be too long. By the way, Pete, if you see our numbers, we have just on YouTube alone – 363 people watching right now. Thank you so much. If you're new, welcome to the HHH Racing Podcast. We have podcasts throughout the week, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights. Wednesday night, we have a show called Betting and Boozing, which also involves sports betting and horses. You can go to our website, HHHRacingPodcast.com for all the information. We also have a fantastic tip sheet called Power Picks. Look below the video player. Highly recommend you look into our power picks. We've been crushing it for two years now. So we really appreciate Pete and Davey. We also, shout out to you, man. We really appreciate you as well taking the time to be with us today. We'll talk for about only a few minutes once this race is over, um, and then we'll close it out. But they are about to approach the gate here for the $12 million Dubai World Cup Davey, you first. The favorites right now in the market in the UK.
1: Okay, favorites in the market of the UK. We have uh, Algiers um, and uh, Country Grammar. Let me just go back to that. I was just on another. Uh, yeah, Country Grammar is the favorite right now at uh, nine to four. So he's coming in. Algiers has come in as well. He's 10 to three. T.O. Canes, eight to one. Uh, Tesora, nine to one. Panthalasa, tens. June Lightbulbs, 14s. Uh, and then the rest are double, double 20s and above.
2: Hey, Howard, so, what'd you do? Did you just bet like 50 grand on Algiers? You just jumped from six to seven to two. That must be your uh, your monster bet. You, <laughs> it,
0: it, it, it might be someone we know, but it sure as hell is not me. I can tell you that. Uh, no, it's not me. Um, yeah, Algiers just took a huge took hit. took
2: a huge jump. How yeah, many people first.
0: are watching the show at home there? Uh, wow. Uh, Algiers is now seven to two, Davy, here in the commingled pool, international yeah. pool. Yeah. Country first grammar, goal? though, this Country Grammar, the solid favorite at two to one. Then you got Algiers at seven to
2: two. Um, T.O. Keynes just took a hit. Maybe it is. David, the everyone's on this listening, show, buddy. Yeah. T.O. Kane <laughs> just went
0: down to eight yeah. to one along with <laughs> Panthalasa. Yeah. Go ahead, Davey.
1: What, what the Hong Kong people call green lamped. That's when, when you get a quote, it's gone, in, gone down in price more than a quarter of the odds. So uh, the, the, the Hong Kong board lets you know exactly what percentages uh, of people are playing
0: the horse. Uh, so. As they go, as they approach the gate, comment in the chat. Who do you like in the Dubai World Cup? Who do you need to win? Who is your best tout? Comment in the chat right now. Phil Conti is here. Um, we've, we've got so many people in the land of milk and honey. Uh, doesn't like Fox. That's okay. Just come to us. I don't know why you're watching Fox. Watch the HHH racing podcast we got so many people here bring up to bring um, up
2: that michael osin comment that michael osin comment that's a smart one there
0: uh which one is a zillion i don't know uh, oh. 12 Oh, there, we go. there you go there you go
2: there, yeah, <laughs> there you have a michael there you Go, michael. all right they are
0: halfway into the gate you at home they might already be completing the gate it's the 12 billion dollar dubai world cup good luck davy good luck pete good luck to myself i personally would like to see algiers win although i could cash a nice pick four with some Prices. I think Dave, we both need June light bulb to, to run well. It sounds like yeah. for sure. And Dave yeah. uh, Pete, who do you want to see win here? Country Grammar?
2: No, I'd like to see the fourteen. Um oh, the, the one whose really name I'm completely blanking on. on. Ush Ush no, Ushba
0: no, Uh Ushba uh, Tesoro. Ush yep. Okay, Ushba for Pete Visco. They're about to we got a few more left in the gate. It's the twelve million dollar Dubai World Cup. Stick around, folks. When the race is over, please stick around. We'll have about five more minutes of comments and wrap up the show. Good luck in the Dubai World Cup. Last to load. Here we go. Larry Colmus with the call.
1: Even break.
0: Ben.
2: Panthalasa's got a little work to do. Panthalasa did not
0: break rate and is rushing up. If Panthalasa wins, that'd be a miracle. They are flying. They're all sending from the inside. Algiers is getting exactly the trip I want, guys. Sitting like in fifth. This looks like a very fast pace, though. Panthalasa trying to cross over, and I'm not sure he's even able to do it there. um, As the 10 um, Remorse remorse. actually gets to the lead. This has to be very fast. Right in behind is Salute the Soldier. You've got the number two horse in behind,
2: ben Duke. Bento. So you got a lot
0: of big prices up front. I love where Algiers is, guys. And Country Grammar Pete is a lot closer. He's like mid-pack.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is what you want. You have t- relatively cheap speed up front, a decent pace, we assume, and the closer's not sitting too far behind. So if, if you're rooting for the closers in this one, it's setting up perfectly for you. Algiers bet down to 5-2, to two, Pete.
0: To Unbelievable. It. I told uh, you. They, you they're, and... they're about to hit the far turn. I think we're about to see a pace collapse. Here comes Algiers, and Country Grammar is trying to fu- – Country Grammar is being asked a lot, Pete. I'm not sure he has it right now. Algiers no. is still in hand, about to – Take the lead as the number 10 remorse is going with him. Algiers and sorry, Ben Dug. Algiers still at hand. Algiers is about to take the lead. Ben Dug is running a monster race. And here comes, I believe, Ishpo Tesoro. Come on, yes, this Come on, baby. is coming from behind on, and might get this horse along with the 13 T.L. canes. Ushbo de Soro. Goes by uh, Algiers trying. to Hold on for a second. No, and Emblem on Road 15. is flying. Come on, who sh- should sh- get... oh, I don't have the tribe, but Ushba Tesoro. Pete. Son of a bitch. I never curse
2: on here. Son of a bitch. I needed um, – What happened, Pete? I needed whoever – who the hell was that in third, holding for third? Emblem Road. Em, Emblem no, Emblem no, Road I, was I didn't flying. have them. I tossed Emblem Road, I think, last minute. Oh, no. And not last minute. I was trying to not have a huge ticket. But whoever that was in third... Oh, that was T.O. Keynes. Thank you, Davey. Come on, man. You couldn't hold for third for me? (laughs) No, I don't think so, Pete. No, he didn't hold for third. Emblem Road
1: got him. Listen, Algiers wins the race if he's drawn in four, five, or six, you know?
0: I think you're right. So the race completely fell apart. Davey, we, gosh darn it, Davy Lane. Why did I listen to you about this? <laughs> Davey, I love you, but we, I talked to you this morning at like four yeah. in the morning. like, what about Uchpota Soro? He just beat T.O. Keynes last time. You're like, oh, he comes from provincial tracks. He can't yeah, yeah, yeah. now listen. the pace the the pace set up for him, Davey, but you even you have to admit he ran huge.
1: Yeah, he ran he ran huge, but T.O. Kane's ran huge too, you know? Um,
0: so the, we're watching the replay Algiers ran a winning race, guys. He was up close to a lightning fast pace. The stride on Ushpa Tesoro was awesome. And that was T. O. Kane's
2: uh, locked up behind there,
0: Pete. I thought it was Um, locked up here. He just he went to the inside, just didn't have it. I think Emblem Road almost got second, guys. And now we got issues with the camera. T
2: V G. Yeah, the feed is all messed up. The feed's all messed up. Luckily. Luckily, it's, in the last while, there were zero minutes. I put a, a win bet on on the fourteen as well. It's going so to be that...
0: fourteen 13 six thirteen. I'm ninety nine percent positive. Yeah. I, I assume everyone's feed right now is messed up, Pete. Uh, they got the yeah, show.
2: yeah, mine's yeah, mine's nine. The no winning good. time,
0: by the way, two o three. That's pretty slow. The race completely collapsed. The final time two o three point two five. Again, it's going to be unless something unusual. We don't know. It's going to be. 14 1 6 13 will be the running time. Davey, I'm really upset with myself because I played exactly how I wanted with Algiers first and second. It's not your fault. I didn't know. I, I if I had taken a closer in this race, now they got it fixed now, Pete. If I had to take a yeah. closer, I didn't think it would be that Ushmuta Soro. Um I thought it'd be some others. Um I I feel like I should have had this trifecta. What did this horse go off at, Pete? 13 to 1.
2: 13 or um, yeah. 13. Can
0: I self she say good for me for the pick four? It's going to pay. Mm-hmm. This pick four is paying. Here. Yeah. Uh, anyone who played my pick four, how about a shout out to Howard for the pick four? Come on. Give my... Uh, listen, I got, I got to celebrate it, Pete, uh, Davey. It's gonna be a nice pick four. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I um, so. okay. So who ran the best race? You might say Algiers, Davey. I, I,
1: I Algiers did run the, win the run the best race. And I would have played Algiers with, as they say, with both fists uh, if he had drawn inside, but he didn't. Uh, so I didn't play him other than in tries. And I had him in a try with um, Tio Keynes, uh, but Tio Keynes was, um,
0: was out of there. So that that hit me as well. Um, we've got uh, Damon Mims. Shout out to Pete for his call. Nice job, uh, Pete. Um Let's see. We've got Michael Osen. Pete Fisco is the man. I like it. Listen, way to go, Pete. Good job, Pete. Nice job, Pete. What would you? You don't have to give us dollar amounts. What do you have there? Just a win better.
2: I had a win bet. I had a small exacta, and okay. I had to pick three, but. I had to try, man. I was, I had a few other horses in the third spot that I had just in the third spot and emblem road was one. And then I didn't like the price of the ticket. So I chopped a few of them off and, and that was, so that was a little disappointing.
0: Uh, Michael Olson, is this the pick four? Cause we don't, I still don't see prices.
2: I don't see. Yeah. I don't see him on TVG. I don't. All right, Unless what he's I'm getting it at. from
0: somewhere else. Michael Olsen if you're still there and listening, if you, if that, if that's uh, for the pick four, let me know that. That seems a little a little low to me. Oh, not with a three to five. That's probably about right, actually. Um, well, that doesn't match with the pick three though. If you if you do the parlay at the pick three, it should be closer to like a thousand. But I don't know. Anyway, um, if someone has Michael said yes, okay. Hey, that may, that makes up for our pick six and then some, Davey. So I'll so I'll I'll take it there. Um, yes. Oh, he said it's on. He said it's on first bet, uh, Pete. So that's where. Oh, he okay. got it from. Um Christine race. Fabulous pick four. Learned a lot spending time. Boom. Thanks, Christine. Uh, Appreciate it. Um, They're interviewing right now. Davey, uh, I'm going to let you go first. And Davey, once again, man, really, really appreciate you being on the show. You gave us great insight. Um, These are very tough races. You and I were both wrong earlier in the card quite a bit, but had some good opinions later on. Your final thoughts coming out of this race with the Japanese horse winning, Algiers running big. Um, equinox anything else anything that sticks out to you on the card
1: uh, well it, what, what sticks out to me is that maybe sometimes there's a, there's a lot of information out there and you've got to trust your own your own your own stuff and that's, that's always the case <laughs> and don't look a gift horse in the mouth I mean I, I, if I had my time over again I would have everything I spent today I would have just played it on equinox and just been happy so <laughs> so that's the thing so in the end I'm back to where I was because I played a big win bet on Equinox at the time, but you got to take the chances, you know? So, uh, you know, that's, that's the debate you have with yourself. Sometimes you can play those exotic bets and you don't have an Equinox to save you. So, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's the thing. I always knew Equinox was a, was a winner. And I always knew no matter what happened, I wouldn't be down on the day because that was a certainty, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always easy to second guess. You'll go crazy in this game, Davey, right? If you second yeah. guess yourself, you loved Equinox all along. You, you, you did, you did not like, uh, uh, uh as a favorite, uh, some other good ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Davey, I don't know when we're going to talk to you next. I really appreciate it. Everyone on the show appreciates your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You got anything think from Someone wanted something shots in this weekend from you.
1: <laughs> from me, from me. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I, I haven't studied Sha Tin, so. Uh, okay, don't worry uh, about go it. Go on the Hong Kong Race Radio and listen to what Jenny Chapman has to say. She's uh, the, she's the equal of uh, Maggie Wolf- Wolfendale, so. Okay. She, she's good. So when she gives a good report on a horse, trust it.
0: Well, and I'll close out with this, Davey. Maybe it didn't go as well for you. You got to see Ellen John in person last night, right? So yeah, no, things aren't that too. bad.
1: Yeah, no, not too bad. It was a good night.
0: It was a good night. All right. Davey, love you, buddy. Thanks a lot. Take care. Have a great great weekend. Bye-bye. Good to see you, Davey. All right. Davey Lane, there you go. Awesome as usual. Pete, we're on the show here. They're watching the overhead of uh, Ushba Jasuro just blowing by the field. Um, I think Algiers ran big, like you said, and it just didn't look like T.O. Keynes could sort of sustain that bit on the inside. Emblem Road was, was flying late. It's nice that it looked like it'd be a pace meltdown, and it was. So at least we we saw that, Pete. But congratulations on your score. Congratulations yes, on my score. Yours is on a bigger one. Four. Yeah, yours is pretty um,
2: good.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I ended up having a good day. I ended up being up for the day. I lost some things on the side. We lost our pick six. MS MK Hart, thank you very much for watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, Pete, let's just end it right there. Um, we had a lot of people watching. We hope, Pete, let's get these people uh, on a continual basis, right? We had a record number of people watching. We cannot thank everyone enough. Uh, please watch the HHH Racing podcast Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday nights. Look into the website and our Power Picks information is below. The hit that uh, hit
2: that subscribe button while you're on. Yeah, here, smash. No? What do we? Yeah, please yeah. smash
0: that subscribe button, everyone. We want to get to 2,000. Uh, and also hit that like button because that'll tell um, uh, people that watch YouTube and like horse racing. That this is a great show. Pete, you got the final word before I close it out.
2: Well, another great day. We love doing these and I think the people like them because they we don't do enough of the international content. So I think that's why we get the the good viewership we do whenever one of these comes up. So I think we just keep doing it. And it was a great day. We saw some great horses. Hopefully we see some of these in the future in the US at some point. But they'll be, you know, we'll try and keep up with some of these in the overseas races as well, hopefully.
0: Absolutely. For my good friend and co-host, Pete Visco. Pete, thanks a lot for jumping on today. Always. This has been your host, Howard Kravitson. Epic episode 240 of the HHH Racing Podcast. Ushba Tesoro wins the 2023 Dubai World Cup. Take care, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and good luck. Bye-bye.